And welcome back to Scap Talk, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to talk about Lighthouse, why it sucks, why it's the worst map, why we hate it. Lighthouse, 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 Lighthouse. That's it. That's the show. The whole show. Enjoy. Sit back, <laughs> relax, get your popcorn. <laughs> what have you been up to in the church? You've been playing some Lighthouse? I have. With a very I... high variety <sighs> of weapons, no doubt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm kind of, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do this way, because, um, I don't know, it feels, it feels kind of nice to play Torkov again, like an actual proper wipe, but mm. also, some friends are playing, which some of them have fallen off to Pal World. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, like, it's like, kind of like, thinking kappa but anyways i'm doing shooter born because um, i kind of like sniping like some sometimes like it's kind of a mixed bag um and i feel like this with the restrictions it is now with just headshots it's like more way more reasonable like if yeah. i have to cheese it on reserve and go in the d2 and do it that way it's like you know d2 that's is much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah yeah no, for real but that's much more enjoyable than like you know spawning in and like trying to catch them off the spawn 30 minutes and then it's like or 30 seconds and then well i guess i set up dome for 30 minutes hoping to god someone comes out of the underground because everyone's underground nowadays yeah so yeah that's why i was doing a lighthouse i was miserable it was miserable i shouldn't i should have got off but like sometimes i get in this phase where it's just like i just need one more dub you know i just need one more dub and then it's just like I'm tilted and I'm dying and I'm making mistakes and I'm just really annoyed and like outraged at the game. And I just, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it later, but. <laughs> How far through? Did you was... finish Lighthouse? Shooterborn? Well, I did the Shooterborn, but I got one more, I think it's one more Punisher kill with the Scab Vest. Punisher uh, interesting. It's funny that you're doing, you're doing that one because I'm, I'm also doing Punisher Part 4. Yeah. On, which is the new the new, so you know for those of you who maybe haven't got there yet punisher part four is different now and is now on lighthouse rather than being on shoreline so it's still the same quest so you can use any gun that you like you have to wear a gap vest and a balaclava and this is probably like one of the earlier pmc kill quests that's now been moved to lighthouse which is like quite unusual because most of the lighthouse quests are like go here grab the thing right. go into the camp and mark the stuff right there's until you get to I don't, there aren't really many lighthouse pmc kill quest to be honest with you it's like there's like one that's faction that light related Keeper one like yeah so oh yeah it's counteraction or our own land depending on which faction you're yeah on. But it's not really yeah. required for anything i think it unlocks right. like a flashbang round or something for usex and yep. something else for there and then there's one which i can't even remember what it's called now but it's the one where you have to kill you know so many pmcs um mm-hmm. that's like basically like if you want to do lightkeeper that's one that you have to do um i think it's part of i think it is part of network provider line like once you get onto like keep himself you have to then go and kill i think it's 25 pmcs but that's like you know it's quite a high level thing right you're on your way to getting Lightkeeper at that point there aren't really any other pmc kill quests on that map um not that are sort of required anyway and so now punishers moved over there it's like oh damn i gotta get uh is it 15 i think it's 15 isn't it it's, it's quite a lot like at the high 10. number of, is it only 10 10. Uh, 10 pmc kills yeah Oh, you're right. It is ten. It feels it feels like a lot. It feels like fifteen. If, it's mm-hmm. it's just not that easy on on lighthouse to just kill players in general. Like it just isn't that straightforward. Um. So yeah, it's interesting that because you're like combining it with shooter one. 
And I'm at the minute combining it with like all the other lighthouse quests. I basically haven't really yeah. been to lighthouse very much until now. Mm-hmm. So I started doing uh, revision where you have to mark all the stuff, uh, the fuel matter one where you have to mark all the tanks, uh, easy job where you have to mark the helicopter, like the various ones for therapists where you have to go and like grab stuff and like take, just get them out of the exit, the hermit. Like I hadn't even done some of the easy ones to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I was combining yeah, it with that, and, I, and I've got literally, yeah, I've like done most of them. Like Of the ones I wanted to do, I still have to do the very final task for uh, revision. But I did like Corporate Secrets and some of those ones that are like slightly more annoying. Um, so yeah, I've got one more revision to do. I've got Recon, the Reconnaissance, that one where you have to visit all the tops mm-hmm. of the buildings, and that's the one that I think you were talking about where you get... Uh, you can buy the Karund VM plate from Prep yeah. 3. So you can at least get Class 5 at Prep 3. That's probably like the earliest Class 5 that you can access. Um, and you can buy those plates and put them in the 6B23-1 armor, which is that kind of cool. So you have like the propane armor, but you've got class 5 in the front, which is pretty neat. Um, so I still have that one to do. But I have one more kill from Punisher Part 4. I've like done all the rest of the quests with um, with trying to do Punisher at the same time, just like instantly mm-hmm. meeting players. And I killed like, I guess, five through all the other quests. And then I started to more specifically lean into the PMC kills. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later. So it's actually quite interesting that this ended up working out this way. But I started using the VPO 209, the semi auto one. And uh, I did four in one stream, um, which was, you know, pretty good. Quite a lot using APM ammo. So we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. But it did actually seem to perform quite well. And so I've literally got one to do. I've got one more kill to get. Uh, I don't know. I'll just like run around Shally or something. I was also trying to combine it. Oh, God. I had like literally just a tale of woe. I tried to combine it with um, Lendly's part two, because that's. Probably one of the most like pain yeah. in the ass quests on the way to Lightkeeper. Two vertexes finding raid and one CFDM radio. Like you have to find lots of CFDM radios for Lightkeeper later, like another four. Mm-hmm. But they're not they're not like that bad. I, I found after you know you can find them on streets, you can find them on lighthouse. There are other ways of getting them. Like you can run Concordia and get them there if you want to play streets instead, which is kind of nice. I got one of mine there last wipe, which is cool. The vertex, like you basically have to go to either reserve, which seems to have like less spawns for it. Like some people have said, like yeah, they did it on reserve. It's possible, but I think Lighthouse is just like way more likely. Um, but it's super painful, man. And like, I spawned up by up by the chalet, upper chalet, like ran in, found like a load of good stuff. VP, I think I found like a VPX and a, 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 vert, a Vertex, like a gold Rolex, whatever, found a load of stuff. Went back to Southern Extract and left. And I literally had like 20 seconds left on the clock and gave myself a freaking run through, dude, honestly. So like, I've got this like, I just sold it to the therapist. I was just like, crap. So my first Vertex, I've literally just like wasted by spending six minutes and 40 seconds in raid uh, and getting a run through, which is just like sheer pain. pain. I took it quite well, to be fair. I was just like, whatever. But I was trying to like get through that early, at least. Like while I'm here, I may as well, every time I spawn this chalet, I should at least go and check because that quest took me a long time. And when you're not doubling it up with other stuff, it can take you ages, right? I'm going with like Merrin Key with Hillside House and then checking chalet when I'm up there. I would have had one, sadly, um, at zero on actually both interestingly i so far haven't found any cfdm radios at all um but like it's not like i've been running it every single raid you know i've been like going just sort of when i'm near i'll go into into the chalet like if i'm near marion i'll go in i think i'll probably only hit it once or twice so it's not it's not too bad but yeah it's, it's funny i just find it funny that we're both doing the same one which is like punisher part four which is like that's the like the core quest that you have to do and then it's like, okay, you've gone like the sniping route to go and get shooterborne done and i've gone the other route to go and get like all the other lighthouse stuff done that i've Left behind. Kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so what, like, <laughs> I guess, like, now we'll just talk quickly about the rogues. Like, have you, how, how do you play Lighthouse? Have you been playing it well, going into the rogue camp or not? Because there's a big change recently with the rogues. 
I can't just just dab like put my little tippy toe into the lighthouse discussion without we well, let's let's do the patch and then let's go back to lighthouse. Oh, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> Okay. We'll do we'll do the, let's do the patch. So the patch should be relatively quick. Um and again we'll like mm-hmm. we'll infer to stuff later on. But they released patch 14.0.1. Um the first one was like very intriguing to me, which was fixed incorrect ammo penetration and damage calculations in some situations, which I was like, hmm. It's extremely vague, but is also kind of like in my ballpark. So, you know, I went to go and test some stuff, but we can talk about that a bit later. Uh, fix the ability to inspect and modify unexamined armor lying on the ground. So, you know, it was a bit like you wouldn't... Back in the day, you weren't able... I don't know if this is even... Actually, no, because nothing's unidentified now. Like, if there was an unidentified gun, you weren't able to, like, reload it or something. Like, if you hadn't had the mag identified, you couldn't reload or something. There's like, there some weird thing uh. a long time ago. So I guess this is the same thing for this. It's like, if the you haven't examined the armor, say it's like... Because most of them are examined, oh, but there's a couple that aren't. So, yeah, you couldn't actually, like, inspect to modify to get the plates out and stuff. So it would be like Tegilla, for example, like the Tegilla armor, it doesn't come identified. This is basically all the boss mm-hmm. stuff. TPC for the goons, Tegilla, uh, Killer, um, Killer Helmet, but that's not really a modular one. So I guess it's just those couple of rigs. Um, move display of integrated armor component prices on trading screen, not really very important. Mechanic shows the, you know, if you like load up a gun and you go to sell it to him, or you can like, oh, even if you don't sell it, if you're just in the mechanic like sell screen, you open up a gun in inspect view, it shows you like what the price of each thing is. I, I think it was showing you the price to Ragman of like each in- integrated mo- module, but obviously you can't sell those bits, so it was kind of silly. Um, fix the incorrect behavior of rogues when defending war treatment plant. Basically, they used to just completely rush you if you killed any of them, and now they don't. Fix the or reduce the loudness of footsteps on snow, which some people were asking for. Um, yeah, some quest stuff. Uh, and it, oh yeah, this is this is a good one. Fixed an issue that caused infinite loading into raid when playing as a scav. That was really annoying. That happened even on factory as well. So you'd be like, you'd load in, and then mm-hmm. it would just say like starting raid, and then it would just never complete. Um, and you'd have to like literally alter for the game, go back in, and then say like, yes, I want to disconnect. Because if you tried to go back yeah. in, it would just never load, which is really annoying. Um, yeah, waiting session start exactly. Uh, fix the visual effects of bloom and sun glare. This has changed some of the lighting. I don't know exactly how impactful this is. I've not played Interchange since, but I've seen some people saying Interchange is quite dark now in comparison, so I don't really know what's going on. They also changed something specifically on Interchange, which was color correction is now closer to the other locations. So I'm not really sure. I know some people were asking about like new post effect settings, something to like... The maps I've played has been basically the same, because I'm just playing like outside in the snow, so pretty bright anyway. I know some people are looking to change it, so maybe that's something to look into in the near future. Uh, fixed lack of fog in optical sights, because sometimes you could still just avoid fog by just scoping. Uh, fixed inability to pick up some items, including quest items, which is a bug that I mentioned in my like, problems video at one point, where you'd be near an item and then you try to pick it up and it would do the action, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't actually pick it up. It's like, really annoying. I had that with Postman Pat. When pick up Same. Postman Pat letter, didn't even, I didn't even realize it didn't pick up, so I left the raid and then was just like, huh, where is it? And I had to go back in. And when I went back in, I had to pick it up like five times to get it to work. Super mm-hmm. annoying. Makes the ability to pass through solid obstacles in some situations. Presume this is the shoreline resort, like vaulting, <laughs> but I don't know if it's completely fixed based on some comments <laughs> I've seen on the internet. So we, 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 I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I, to be honest, I never even tried it myself. So I don't really know, but they're making progress there. Fixability transfer items in the Hall of Fame, because that was bugged. I think you couldn't take it out at one point. Fix the airdrop loot not appearing as final raid, which is good. So now airdrops are, you know, worth doing again, which is nice. And increase spawn points for scavs on ground zero. Well, that was it. So it's like, you know, <coughs> a myriad of decent things there. I don't think it's too bad. Mm-hmm. 
relatively good list of fixes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so jumping back to Lyles and the Rogues, I wasn't aware that the Rogues charged you. Like, that was kind of a new concept to me because I don't Mm. know when they changed that, but apparently it was sometime in between my sort of, like, very short time Tarkov in the past year or so. Yep. Um, Yeah, what was that? Actually, was that was know. that like a something that they actually intentionally did? I'm like, but like I'm kind of well, confused on that. I don't think so. I think it was. I think it happened with the patches. If I, or maybe it was a little bit oh, after. This, yeah, it I, think, I think it was because quite recent. I watched guides on it that were like, you know, previous patch. I guess it's thirteen point five. Because yeah. there was one strategy we were trying, <laughs> where you you know the corner where like the dump dump truck is, and there's a car and a little shack. Of the um, road camp, which which corner? When you cross the the oh yeah when bridge you... on the right, yeah. I'll pull up a map. Um, well, there, <laughs> you know, there's a little there's like these worker shacks inside the fence, like just right mm-hmm. there. And apparently, what you do is you jump, you would get on top of the boxes, jump over the fence, run up to the worker shack, run inside, touch like the tool desk, whatever, wait for a few seconds, run out, jump on the container, jump out the fence and then you jump into the dump truck and wait and they'll just like come out on the sides or like sometimes they'll run up to the shack in there and then you shoot their head and sometimes they'll come out on the sides like it was just like really bizarre I'm like what is going yeah. on then I've seen like more Reese like or other videos where they would like you essentially just go inside building three I guess that is yeah mm-hmm. and you just <laughs> shoot them through the doorway like it's just <laughs> You know, it's just like classic Tarkov AI. They just charge at you and you shoot through the doorway. But I thought that was like, you know, oh, this is like another classic BSG thing where they're doing, they're too good at the game. These dark streamers, we must make it for hardcore. Our game's hardcore. <laughs> but I guess that's not the case. Apparently Which I think not. now it's like much, like much more enjoyable experience because you have the ground rogues that like roam around. Like, Unfortunately, I have learned a lot of Lighthouse now. <laughs> like I've had to uh, by fours, and uh, it's not my favorite map. I have a lot of criticism. My biggest I mean, criticism. Uh... Okay, go ahead. Go All ahead. I was going to say is I feel the same way, right? Because having to do the flash drive and stuff. Basically, like, if you run Lightkeeper every wipe, then you basically have to, you're forced to learn the map. But like, I just, I mean. Yeah, I don't even care about Lightkeeper though. <laughs> it's just like no, who cares, man. Um, I mean, maybe now it's a little bit more interesting that you can get some kind of like interesting stuff, but yeah, that's still not interesting enough for me to be honest with you. Oh, really? Not Based like on what the... I've seen, I don't think so. Like cultist mark, like thing around the neck, like I never see them anyway. So who cares? Like Ayazarachi, like I don't even know what that does. Right? I think you can. It covers you across the bridge, whatever. Like it's just it, the services just don't make sense. I don't even know what the goons mm. one does again. I think it's just like that raid or something. Like it's just silly. I don't think they're like meaningful in any way. Yeah, like I feel like it was such a mistake that they've done what they've done because back when it was there, like it was kind of cool, but it was like super risky, right? Like you could go to the island and like sometimes there's like a few tasks there, but there was like good loot there from what I remember. And there's even a mark term. Like I don't think it was like crazy stuff, but uh you know, prior before they put Lightkeeper in. And, it, like, to me, it, like, really balances the map out. Whereas now you just have, like, 
this side of the map, the left side, the shore side is just dead. There's nothing. There's nothing. And it's exacerbated by the fact that like the spawns I find are really bad. Like not quite reserve level bad in some instances, you know, asterisks at that statement. Like there's one where you spawn near the on the shore next in between the two little like fishing yeah boat houses things but there's a spawn like across the street like past Marin across the street and <laughs> you have to like you kind of have to run each other because if you spawn in at that beach it's your instinct might just be oh let me watch my you know flank because people might become at the beach or let me go hit Marin or let me go start shooting at the rogues if you do any of those things, the guy might charge up behind you. So, like, you have to like, I, I, kind of thing. I yeah, and I hate, I hate this, I hate this part of Tarkov. Like, I think that's why people like customs a lot, is because even though the spawns are some of them are so kind of close, there's a lot of like barriers and obstacles in your way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just, just, just shooting like, people instantly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is just like walk five steps and shoot. Like literally, the top right, <laughs> these two spawns are so bad. You could literally walk five steps and shoot at each other. And yeah, I was watching Chief and he's like, okay, this is the strat. You spawn here at this, like, basically the spawn overlooking village. And uh, you go hit the stash. Nothing's there, whatever. Wait a few seconds. And then now you go peek the other spawn and catch someone. They're running down the lake. And sure enough, the guy was running down the lake and he just shot him. Like, God, this game is so bad. Yeah, the, the, the one and, thing is just terrible. And Lighthouse is even worse for that because there's so many areas that are just like you couldn't put people in to spawn. And so it's just, it's very, it's just very restrictive, this problem. Yeah. I mean, I just, at this point, like, I'm, I just like, screw it, dude. Spawn the guy like right next to the Bitcoin spawn. Like, I just don't want them right next to me. Like, I just want to be able to move five feet. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And then, like, if you spawn at the top, <laughs> If you peek, if you try to peek this guy's spawn, he has like 20 trees, you know, and there's like shadows being cast off the trees. Meanwhile, you just have like the mountain backdrop against you. <laughs> That's it. Like you're just you're just so screwed if you try to peek that guy. So you have to either go down the minefield, which I have not taken the time to learn like the crazy routes. Like I just I just don't have the patience to go on offline and like repeat and you know sit here and like color coordinate. Maybe a 3D map would be better. Uh, then I'm just like, don't go on these rocks because all of them got, you know, claymores. So it's just like, you have to run in this corner, but then it's like, you can't really peek the rows because if it's daytime, they'll just laser beam you through the little smoke. But there's like that one smoke on like building mm -hmm. two, which I hate. And it's just like, God, kill me. So you just sit here and wait for like 10 minutes. And then it's like, all right, well, I guess now I can play. So I'll go back and circle, take the long way around. And, you know, and then it, the guy that's already before they did the road fix the rogues were already dead in, at this time period you know <laughs> the guy that got the god spawn he already ran down and killed all the rogues are better than the tree you know he's got all the loot he's he's living good it's just ah dude this yeah there's i i think and this is the other part too i'm just gonna go on the kind of a long-winded keep going <laughs> here dude. because the left side is so dead like there's there's not really anything to do here there's a few, there's very sparse loot, whereas the other side's got, you know, quote unquote, loot house, right? Which I have my comments about that. But anyways, if you try to peek the opposite side of the street, the sun is literally rising on that side of the map. So 
they have all the shadows casting over them, whereas you're fully illuminated and it's exacerbated by the fact uh. that mountains giant white covered in snow. So I'm just like constantly. It's like if I get spawned over there, it's just like, well, I guess I'll just sit AFK for ten minutes in a corner of a rock. And you know what I've actually been doing that's been working, which I think is super lame, is I just camp my own spawn and wait for people to pass me and shoot them. Mm. <laughs> because this is the other thing about the map is because there's nothing at the south side. You everyone wants to go north, so yeah. if you spawn like. In the middle, you could just turn around and just kill and just wait. Because, yeah, that's yeah. True. No one's got anywhere. Like, what are you gonna do? I yeah. I honestly like. I think the map is honestly so bad that it's worth them scrapping it and like only keeping the shoreline, the parts that are like geometry or what's the word? Geographically essential. essential. Yeah, geographically yeah. essential. Yes, thank you for like. Otherwise, like otherwise, dude, wipe that whole thing and start all over. Because I, I think it's the worst map in existence. Like, probably not the worst map in FPS games existence. I played some pretty bad, all right, Korean free to play shooters back in you know the mid two thousands and twenty tens. But <laughs> it's up there for me, dude. I just, <laughs> I, I think it's awful. And then the loot too. I don't even think the loot's that good. Like the chalets, it's like they have like two or three gold spawns and like sometimes you get a bitcoin it's just like okay yeah that's nice but i could just go streets and literally loot any one building and come out stacked like it's it's yeah like... i think that is the sort of the difference like now that streets exist like lighthouse is probably still higher tier than like all the other maps in like those concentrated areas but you know there's not many other places to go so most of the map that spawns south of the chalets goes to the chalets first if they can you have like half the map that's gone up to the rogues, half the map that are fighting in chalets looking for you know, vertexes and stuff like that. So you have to like PvP your way out a lot of the time. Whereas like, yeah, as you say on streets, you just turn up, do whatever. Just like, you know, I had a, I had a one mil to fence plus scav run just literally in like wow. the construction building outside of uh, Concordia on its own. And I was like, this is completely insane. Um, I mean, that was with the Ledex. That was kind of, uh, kind of skewed. But even without the Ledex, like the rest of the loot was absolutely bonkers. And like it's completely uncontested, you know. There's there's not really any PvP. I mean, there's there's PvP everywhere, but like it's not a hot spot. But it's not check fifteen, for example. Because if you go to chalet, it's like yeah, you're probably gonna have to fight other people almost every time. And uh, yeah, it's just these spawns are just crazy. I just like I don't feel happy spawning anywhere on lighthouse because I don't really like the road camp particularly. But like if you're there at the road camp early, if you want to mm-hmm. snipe, well, someone's gonna come up behind you and kill you. Right. If you spawn in the middle, you have to then like push into somebody else who's like trying to attack the road camp. If you spawn in the in the middle somewhere further down, like you were saying, there's like just people everywhere, so you feel like you just need to sit still because otherwise they're going to spot yeah. you walking around and you're going to die. And then if you spawn at Southern Road, like I, you know, I've, <laughs> I, I spawn at Southern Road all the time, and I've had conversations with a lot of people where they're just like, I literally just walk straight back out and leave and come back in again. And I'm oh, like, you can take that extract. If yeah, you, spawn there? you always have Southern Road. Always, always, oh, I always. Didn't know that. So given you always have Southern Road, you can walk straight back out. But like I did that a bit in mm. the end event for patch 13 when you had to go and get the Obdorbus ends because by the time I got over to Scab Village, like they would all be dead. So I did it a couple of times. But the problem for me, 
I just hate doing that. Like Lighthouse takes ages anyway. Everybody's yeah. wooden, wooden, everyone's wooden PC takes an eternity to load in. Yeah. You're sat there like waiting for players for all eternity. It takes like six minutes to get into a game. And then you spawn Southern Road and you're like, am I really just going to leave and like go for another six minutes of like loading in? Like, oh man, like I just, I can't, I just can't face it. So often I end up just like play. I, like, I'd rather just be playing the game. I just, I don't know, like unless I have something no, I, very I, specific I, I to do, I'd rather just play the game. Um, so I usually do that. There's like there's one other like amazing troll about Lighthouse, which is mm-hmm. that you have Northern Road every single time except for one spawn, which is near the road camp. There's like, maybe two. There's like one or two spawns near the road camp where you, where you don't get the Northern Extract. Yeah, and like inevitably I forget because like Maybe I'm always in, I'm in Lighthouse for like all eternity. I'd never leave Lighthouse early unless I'm literally just hitting Shelly over and over. I like very rarely leave Lighthouse early. It's just like one of those maps where it's just, it's excruciating to navigate the, the map in general. So if I'm going anywhere near the road camp, it takes an eternity to do anything. You're like trying to stop yourself getting sniped from players, get yourself in a nice position, for, you know, not die to rogues. And oh God, it's just, it just takes ages to move through the map. But inevitably, by the time there's like 13 minutes left, like I can't remember where I've spawned in and I go to Northern Extract and I'm just like, oh, I don't have it. And then I've got six minutes to go God knows where to try and, you know, fix my problem. Like I've, I've definitely done that before. It's so annoying. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the spawns at the on the south side, it's just it's they're really bad, especially down the beach. You just feel like I can't move any like if I move like it's proper you move right. you die. Like properly. If yeah, I like go no, anywhere, no. I'm just gonna get killed by another spawn. Um yeah. I had one where I spawned in the middle and I had the RPD and I I I, I wasn't gonna kill him because it was too far away, but there was a guy like crawling, like oh he wasn't crawling, <laughs> he was like crouch walking min speed down worming. the beach. <laughs> And oh, I could okay. see, I could see him, and I was just like, "Oh, this is funny." And so I just unloaded like the RPD with you because I had US rounds in. So I was like, "Well, I'm never going to hit him because he's probably 150 meters away or something." But I just was like, Brrr. "I just fired at this guy." And you can see him like, ha, 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 like trying to run away. So, you know, this like a torrent of fire just comes in from some unknown location in the middle. I was like, "Oh, that was, that was worth it just to see the guy's reaction." Like he'd freak out and run off. Um, but yeah, it's just like really obvious. You're just like better off staying still. I agree. It's just, just. Uh, Oh, it's just, it's just painful. It's just painful. Like, even as a sniping map, though, it's like, everybody knows now where not to be. So it's very difficult to, like, catch anybody in any of these areas. Unless they're really being, you know, fast and loose on the top of the stupid rock. Then mm-hmm. It's hard to really even spot anyone, because... Yeah, there's a lot of, like, design. trees at block sight lines, which I'm sure is intentional, but yeah. at the same time, it's just like... I don't know. Uh, like, the... the Above the village is kind of good. Like off to the east, is it? Yeah. Like yeah. That spot's kind of good. Like you can basically kind of extract camp people too, which I did have yeah. one like that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, the, the map is just not enjoyable for me at all. <laughs> like I just don't see why people, like, I mean, if you like it, that's fine. You know, I think you're crazy, but <laughs> I just don't see. Like the only upside for me is like if you get to kill rogues, you get bonus, you get like a good amount of XP. That's kind of it, really. And that's the thing, too, is like everything, like most of the quests are inside the rogue camp. And my, like, I feel like a fair amount of the loot is in rogue camp. Like, yeah, the chalets have like some like rare spawns, but like outside of that, there's like maybe three duffels, a couple weapon crates, and like maybe a technical crate here and there. Like, that's it. Like, I could go to shoreline spawn the village loot the village and leave and be full out of that single yeah. like i can't i can't loot a chalet a singular one and get full it's just like it's not happening which is like really bizarre to me because i back when my house came out it was like coined loot house right but now it feels like 
there's like hardly any loot. Yeah, it's it's not as good as it was. I mean, I I still make surprising amounts every time I go and I have to do lighthouse stuff. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you that it's got worse, but I st- I still make like I'm always surprised whenever I go because I'm just like oh I'm just we're playing the game and playing the game and then I look after like after the stream I do like the tidy up in my stash or whatever and I'm just like oh I made like three mil like I always find that I make like consistent money when I go. Um, but as you say, it's a pain, right? Because you could just go to village on shoreline and just like wander about and like grab stuff. Whereas in, you know, lighthouse, it's like, yeah, I got a load of stuff, but like I died in half of those raids, like fighting teams of two in the chalets and stuff, which mm. is you know, kind of a kind of different. Like I had one where I was like I'm fighting a team of two. I left the chalet to like go further down the map, but I was sort of like just waiting outside to see if like they moved or wanted to like come after me or whatever. And then I got killed by the third guy who was coming up from the lower chalet. I was like, oh man, I just got pincered between two different groups. Because again, there's no, there's not really any other way to go. Like you can't run through the middle of the map at all, yeah. and you can't really run down the beach. You have to go like through the rocks to, right. to like, minimize sightline. So there's and really then you like do that. This is the other thing that annoys me is like you're constantly making the falling sound. Yes, and like the mantling works like half the time. I feel like maybe if you have auto mantle, it's smoother. But like I find like there's so many times where it's just like I'm spamming the mantle key. And it just does nothing. And I'm like yeah. wiggling, moving. And it's like, okay, I just have to jump and eat the jump. And then I jump and it's like super glide. I'm Neo now. <laughs> yeah, I will say, because I was looking forward to vaulting specifically for Lighthouse. I would say that it is better, but it's not better by anywhere near enough. Like previously where I would get annoyed like eight times out of 10, I feel like I get annoyed. I press mantle and then a further three times out of 10, the mantling works. But I'm still irritated in 50% of you know scenarios where I'm like, Either I can't jump properly or I have to jump when I should be able to mantle, but then mantle works randomly on one place where, where I didn't actually even expect it to. Or Yeah, it's just uh, a bit of a sad time. Like, I, I don't really mind playing chalets with a close-range gun. I think this is partly the thing. Like, I just don't like sniping on Lighthouse. Because, like, if you want to just play the map from any spawn point, I think this is, like, it's just the way that the flow of the map works. It's just really awkward, right? If you want to go and play the road camp, or mm-hmm. really do anything, and you spawn along the beach, you have to cross the road at some point somewhere. Yeah. So normally you go all the way as far up to the road camp as you can, and then you cross in the sort of construction-y bit in the road. Because that's like far enough away that people aren't going to snipe you, but far enough away from the road camp that they're also not going to shoot you. So you kind of have to, you basically have to cross there, because you can't go across that first bridge, like the main bridge into the road camp. Like it's probably doable, but it's like extremely, extremely hard. Like you can snipe the first rogue on the main gun, and then you have right. to kill the second guy somehow and then run straight in. Like, it's just not the way people do it, right? People go to the bridge on the right. And that's like that the, path is way yeah. more easier. It's way easier because you can get either into building three directly without mm-hmm. having to, like, fight anybody. Or you can kill the two guys on the front from the side when they're not looking at you. Yeah. That's why people do that. So the main bridge is pretty much off limits. So it means that if you're on the left side, if you're on the, the beach side, you have to get across somehow across the road. And then if you're like south, you have to go like, you're like, oh, I want to snipe, but like I've spawned southern roads. So now I have to get past the chalet somehow. Like I have to walk through the chalet because right. there, there's no path through the mountains around the chalet. Like the best you could do is like run across that roof and run along the wall and hope you don't just get full autoed on your way through by somebody who was in there, right? Because um, it's not really a good way. Like the only other way that I've ever gone is just down the bottom next to the road, like in the center, on the just on the right hand side of the road, like under the chalets. But if if you get spotted, you die, right? It's like you're probably oh, not yeah, going to be heard screwed. from that distance, but you're just you're just dead. There's no chance. Like I hardly get shot at from there because it means that they'd also be in quite an exposed position. But I just always feel terrible doing it. Um, 
And so it's like, I think it's that, the fact that you have to get up into that right-hand portion if you do want to do some sensible sniping into the road camp. You have to be up there. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. Um, so I end up just playing Lighthouse. Like, I just completely forgo the road camp most of the time if I can help it and just, just play the chalets instead with like a red dot. And that usually works better for me. I like find that more enjoyable, honestly, because I feel like at least I'm in a fair fight. I don't just, you know, I'm running around. And also the player scabs too on this map, right? It's like, oh, I'm playing with an SR25 with a, you know, an eight times scope or something. And then I just like some dudes just like in my face with a Kedder. Um, and it's just like really, it's just not good. It's just not good, especially with the new recall model. I like the one redeeming thing about Lighthouse is I like killing player scabs on it. I don't know. It just feels extra good on Lighthouse. It just feels extra good. <laughs> yeah, I, they are everywhere. So you can, you know, you can get a lot of kills. I've gotten a fair amount of my long road <laughs> kills and chalet kills on player scabs. I wonder how is far it? I'm through those. Like, I definitely haven't completed those. Long road. I'm at, oh, I'm only at three. But yeah, I've yeah, not been sniping, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do is if I got like, I mean, a lot of times that's what I just end up doing because it's just like, it felt like I couldn't get north. Like I just didn't have a good spawn to engage with the rogues, you know, and it was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have gotten like more comfortable in the water treatment, like, you know, which is kind of nice because it's kind of like the only thing to do on the map primarily. It's like the two, the two kind of mindsets I got, it's like, either I got like a pretty decent spawn for water treatment or I got a spawn to loot chalets and like the third option is i got a bad spawn time to sit and wait in the corner for a bit <laughs> and then you hit you hit the chalets you get some loot maybe you fight someone and you take the red rebel extract and leave but otherwise yeah i mean the i don't know it's i just can't wait to be done with this quest dude i need one more and i don't know if i'm ever gonna go back to the map ever again i just the just the way it's designed, like the spawns is always an issue in Tarkov, right? Like no matter what map they come out with, because it's yeah. it's more of a foundational issue. Um, unless they like specifically design the map with that in mind, I suppose. But just the way it's designed and the flow of it, I think it's just bad, straight up. It's just bad, and I feel like it wouldn't be as bad if the lighthouse wasn't you know locked off to like level fifty plus players or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think it, there's a design flaw with the lighthouse itself and the way that Lightkeeper um, just works. Like, I think mm. he, sh you know, he should have been an in-raid trader. You should have unlocked him relatively early. He should have, like, crazy requirements for, like, crazy stuff. But there should be, there needs to be a second, like, POI on the map. That's not just, like, yeah. the loot chalets and then the, the road camp. Like, it needs to be something else because right now, there's, like, there's no point the lighthouse really being there. There's no point Lightkeeper being up there. Like, he may as well just be stood at Southern Road as far as it affects yeah. the gameplay, right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, cha it doesn't change anything. Like, once you've got there, nobody wants to um, lose their rep with him, right? Nobody wants to do that because it's really, really harsh. You can't kill people in, on there anyway. That's the so crazy part, too. Is like, it's like, if, if I saw someone crossing it and I shot at them, and I was like, really, I was at the boat's houses as shot through the window. So they were like way out there. Like, there was no shot I was, I was hitting them. But I just did anyways. And I realized, damn, if I actually hit that guy, don't I just like lose like fence penalty or something? And then Zarachi is just going to snipe me next time I'm like anywhere in his line of sight or something. I'm like, I, what kind of mechanic is that? That makes zero sense. Like, I don't. I think you who both designed have to be on it, this? But I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> who designed this? Why am I losing fence? 
That's weird. Why does Finn scare? Like, I don't understand, dude. Fence is like, keep a really woo. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's just, it's weird. There's one other thing as well that I gripe about, which is, again, it's just like the optimization. Um, like, yeah. Lighthouse needs to be included for me in that tick box for streets. Like, it's annoying. Oh, this is actually something quite cool. I don't know whether I talked, I might have talked about this previously. Oh, yeah, I think I talked about this last week, actually. But, you know, I, since I discovered this, you can just interchangeably swap between low and medium textures without worrying about it. But, like, it's annoying because when I'm playing low, when I'm playing Lighthouse, I basically just have my textures on low the whole time. And inevitably I forget. And then I play Factory and it looks like, you know, mud, <laughs> mud. mud central. <laughs> yeah. Which is just a pain. So I, I wish that, you know, either there was a, yeah, there should just be a separate checkbox for lighthouse low quality settings, mm. the same way as streets, just to minimize that, you know, texture quality, like VRAM, like problem. Cause I have the same thing on, on lighthouse. My frames are actually kind of okay. Uh, they're like not that bad, honestly. They're like, they're yeah. fine. But something to do with the way that the RAM works and the RAM unloads and VRAM and blah, blah, blah. And then I relieve the raid or whatever. And it like, while I'm multi streaming, it just crashes the Twitch stream. If I'm running medium textures, crashes the Twitch stream. Like th- one, and it's also like one in every four raids as well. I don't know why. Um, it's just really bizarre. But yeah, as, as per chat, every map should have its own graphic settings. Yeah, you should be able to say, set it for each map. Why not? Yeah, you just have all the maps listed and it's check checkboxes beside them. Yeah. You could really do that. Cool. You could set like post effects for each map then also, which would be pretty neat, right? Yeah. If you really yeah, wanted you to. But. That's the other thing that annoys me about it. It's just still not very well optimized. I mean, it is hard to do culling on Lighthouse, in fairness. Because, That's because, probably yeah, the biggest issue, You right? stood on the mountain, it's just like, well, you can see everything, right? Like, what can really right. be culled? Not, not very much. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of at this stage of acceptance with Lighthouse. Like, I tend not to just get killed <laughs> off the spawn anymore, but that's only because, like, I know. You right. Know? Like, I spent so long on Lighthouse just getting killed off spawn by random people sitting where they were spawning. and. That kind of stuff. I've sort of been through that phase. Like, I'm still not comfortable with the road camp. I'm just not. Like, people just say, like, I'll just go and watch the YouTube video. And I'm just like, I just, dude, I just don't, like, it doesn't, like, ah, it feels bad to watch the video. I then forget what was in the video and it feels bad fighting the rogues. And then I just die and it feels terrible. And I just, I'm not, I just don't want to do it. I just, I hate doing it. I hate everything about it, right? I hate playing against them. I hate watching the strategies to play against them. I hate trying mm. to play the. Like, it feels like such a waste of time. I, I don't know. I just don't, I really don't enjoy it. It's like part of a game this that I really hate. It's not engaging. That's it. It's just not engaging gameplay. <laughs> I just don't find it engaging at all. So that's why I tend not to go there. And, and if I do, I, I like wander around the chalets, like other places, through the village, kill some scouts, whatever. And then I'm like, right, it's 20 minutes left. Like it's time to go to the road camp because people farm them for XP. Like they're almost all dead by the time I get there. So yeah, I usually just wait yeah. till other people have killed them. And then I go and do the quest in there. Like otherwise, like if I don't have a quest to do, like. Yeah, normally I probably wouldn't visit the map at all, but like I definitely wouldn't go to the road camp. I mean, I was I was doing basically the same <laughs> thing you were saying for a bit, but it's like, dude, I need those vertexes, I need these kills. Like, you know, I can't find any PMCs because I don't know where they are. They probably apparently they're taking Southern Road now, and you know, the guy that got the god spawn has already killed all the rogues and is looting his way out. It's like I, I you know, sometimes it's hard to find. And then that's when I like had to look up the spawns. It's like okay. You know, mm. I can't find BMC kills. I keep dying. Let me look at the spots. Like, oh, that's why I keep dying because I take ten steps and he sees me. Okay, that makes sense. But it's weird too because I watched like I think I watched like Sheep's guides on it because I watched the ones where the rogues would charge you and you would sit in the different rooms and do yeah. that. 
And then he did like an updated one or just was like just a video about it or whatever. And or maybe it was an older one I saw. And since they changed it to where like I, I if I'm getting this right, what happened was like people figured out how to farm them and it was like this route and you just slow leaned and shot them right. Yeah. Well, BSG is like, we don't like that. Our game's hardcore. We have to make it hardcore. So now if you slow lean, they, they'll see you and beam you. But if you quick peek, <laughs> if you just like tap the linky and then shoot them once you like line it up, you know, like time it right, they don't see you. So it's like the exact same thing. It's just a brand. It's a new mechanic that you do. And it's the same spots. You know, it's like very formulaic. It's a, it's okay, you know, because there is ground rogues that still like charge <laughs> you. So it's, I, you know, I, I enjoyed this version much more, but it's, and I've been going night too, because I just like, I'm oh. bare. So there's just certain spots on the map that I just can't go with. Yeah. Like, for example, the past Marin, like anywhere on those rocks on the beach, I can't go there. Be- I can't even s- check and see if the gunner's there or not, because I, the GL will start hitting me. Yeah. So it's like, Okay, <laughs> I guess I can't play this side of the map. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which sucks, but you know that's my choice, right? Epic Bear. Um, that's the thing. Well, even some you spots, said, right, and it still got awful. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's all yeah. bearable, right? I went and did all. It's I went and did like you know planting the markers, go and visit the drug lab, all of that stuff, and I was just like, I just ain't shooting any rogues. Like, I can just walk around the map like a player scav, and it's completely fine. So I did all of that first, and like now I'm on the okay. Now I'm probably now I've got to go in. Now I've probably got to kill the rogues. But I did all the easy stuff first without killing them. Because I was like, well, I also have this extra advantage. If people are fighting me while they're fighting rogues, like they've got to think about the rogues. But like, I don't because they're not mm-hmm. shooting at me. So it's actually a huge advantage. It's how I got loads of the stuff done early. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Like, the thing that annoys me the most about the way that the map is now is that I actually kind of got to grips with Lighthouse and the roots and used to snipe them off the rocks up on the top. And then right. they were just like, oh, we're going to add claymores up there because like, you're having too much fun, right? And so, and ever since the claymores went up there, like kind of in the same vein as you, it's just like, I just don't want to learn where they are. Like, it just feels like such like formulaic, like dead, you know, brain dead start, like type gameplay. It's just like lame, right? Yeah, and there's loads yeah. of them, but they're, all, they're just in that one, one bit. If you like go a bit further, then there aren't any anymore. But, but they're yeah, like, it's just... what, like they're little specs. This is on like a 2D map. Like, yeah. how am I ever going to like look at the game and then look at the, my second monitor and be like, oh yeah, this claymore's here about like, trial and error and they instantly kill you not like the mines like the mines you get one forgiveness you know you hit a mine Mm -hmm. for that next five minutes i think if you hit another mine you're just dead and why can't you shoot them why can't you you can't see them they're invisible i don't know why like i would would almost it would almost be bearable if you could shoot them but the fact that they're like indestructible is like yeah excruciatingly annoying like that just doesn't mean that doesn't even make any sense right doesn't even make any sense like if you know exactly you have to like learn where they are and then you're not allowed to defuse them in any way either. It's like, that's just like right. the most like, ah, just like, I would at least be incentivized to go and learn where they are if I could like either go and stand behind them and defuse them or whatever, or like shoot them with a pistol or something, anything. But the fact that you can't destroy them, it just is rubbish, right? I, I really and don't like It's just, I'm not, I'm not into that. And it's the crazy part, like the so backwards part about it is like, when the map came out, this, there was no claymores. So someone intentionally designed the map in geography to where you could get up on there and shoot the rogues. And then l- retroactively, they retcon and be like, you know what? There's act- actually not supposed to be up here. We're just going to solve the solution, the problem by putting claymores there, you know? 
parkour game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, and I, you just have to learn it. Yeah, it's it's a pretty bad map. I, I I don't I just can't really find any redeeming. The only redeeming value for it, which is like not even it's like cope, is that as I said, you get XP from the rogues, and then there's one quest revision lighthouse. That's the only quest I'd recommend doing, unless you're going for like Kappa or whatever. Actually, maybe maybe killing Skaz at the chalet. The, the SC58 barter is pretty good. It's like three hard drives and two six of rams or something. Like oh, if you want to build a long boy hmm. SA58 uh, from my Mechanic 4 of all the fancy parts, that's a good base because you pay like 60k or maybe like depending on the prices of stuff. Whereas if you buy the a brand new SA58 from Peacekeeper, it's like 900 it's USD, money. which yeah. comes out to like 140,000 rerules. Like it's a lot. Yeah, and then there's that other bar to the one that I've been doing, which is the like eight weapon Shorty. parts one, which is like 160k, yeah, nice. but you get the 50 rounder and like all the other stuff. So that yeah. one I quite like. I do quite like doing that. Like I've been, I used it a bit. I've used the SA58 a little bit. Um, like it's good. Honestly, the gun is good. I think. Like I think the gun is good now, genuinely. Uh, yeah, it takes big bullets, 700 RPM. You can put a 50 drum in it, like no problem. I like it. I was using it with Attack 30. I was using it on Lighthouse, even. I killed somebody up on the Stupid Rock with it. Like, I, I just, like, I picked up the SA58 a couple of times, and it's just felt, like, solid. I wouldn't say it's, like, my yeah. favorite gun of all time, but, like, in that category, it's, it's actually like, usable. It feels good. Like, it feels fine. Yeah, it feels fine. I don't think it's, like, head and shoulders ahead of, like, you know, some of the others, necessarily. Like, it's obviously quite good in CQB. You get into a, into a fight or whatever, and you've got the big drum, and you, you've got the RPM. You can just, like, brute force straight through people, which is quite fun. But um, I'm like, I'm predominantly using BCP anyway, which, mm. you know, arguable. I don't know. Like, I think the difference between everybody's like freaking out about M80. I think like BCP FMJ is like a lot better than people think, especially given just the way that the armor works. And, you know, the plate's like tiny little bit and then they're wearing class five. It probably doesn't do the thing anyway. Like, and it's just like, I don't know if the difference is as big as people making it out to be. But Well, I will say for sniping, like M80 is like the, kind of like the entry point i mean i guess you could do bc sniping sure because you want the pen for the the class four helmets that's like the main reason yeah 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 i would say this i agree but yeah this is more like dude's in the stupid rock and my barrel is like in his face two meters away Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah out the drum let's go got like rpd energy i just like i really i love the rpd so much honestly every time i use it it just brings me joy i was in factory with it yesterday using the RPD as well, just for like, just some jokes and shenanigans. And I killed one player. Um, I've got to get like one more kill in the office area, but like nobody ever goes. So I've like done it a bunch of times and just like no one's there. And uh, yeah, just like running around. I ended up just like sitting in the raid and just like basically baiting player scavs into coming to fight me. Like I, I stayed like way too long. I was like, I overstayed my welcome by a significant proportion. And uh, but just like people kept coming and I kept like gunning them down with the RPD with the US in it. And it was just like, it was just so much fun. Like I was wearing the LSH2 DTM helmet with the visor. So I'd like class yeah, four all yeah. over my head at least. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like I had the neck unprotected, like the throat bit was unprotected, but I had like the class four Thor on with the two side plates, the three backing and stuff. So I was like feeling pretty confident against scabs, especially with the with 100 rounders. Um, it was just like, it was just a lot of fun. Like people come around the corner and it's just like shooting at them and the, the one player that i killed i didn't realize like he was looking i think he had a shotgun he was like looking through the grate outside you know there's um if you are not on the vending machine side if you're on the the other stairwell <laughs> the one that's closest to gate zero you walk out of the like you walk out the office to the right 
and mm-hmm. like ahead of you is those like platforms there's like metal platforms out of like the hole in the wall i was like right at the bottom and he was on like the first metal walkway and i came out and i was like oh there's a guy there and then we kind of looked at each other and he looked at me and it's like it's never really you're never really sure if you can actually shoot through the, the metal grate right because like a lot of it sort of absorbs a lot of bullets and he kind of looked at me and i looked at him and then i just was like left click and just held the button down through the metal floor and it took ages it was just like grrr, just like slowly killing him and he's like trying to, uh, start trying to get away and just like slowly got us i think he had a shotgun or something so he wasn't going to be able to kill me through the through the metal um but yeah it's just it's just funny especially especially with the us ammo because it doesn't kill them immediately and it's not that accurate on like the full 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 auto mode so it takes them a while to die but like they're desperately trying to escape they get like a good like two to three seconds like trying to leave the, the zone of fire and it's like, yeah, the bullets ain't stopping, right? There's a hundred in this baby, so it's just they—they they just slowly just like get whittled away and then just succumb. It's—it's—it's it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful fun. I actually did try the yes, or uh, sorry, the RPD. Oh yeah, um, with US ammo. Okay. However, I may have made some critical mistakes in my decision making. <laughs> Where did you take it? Interchange. Okay. We got a bad spawn. Right. So we went outside along the wall i also uh, put a pso scope on it okay that's not necessarily and... terrible <laughs> it gets worse <laughs> um so yeah it was basically we spawned highway like on the furthest southern side if you're looking at the map oh yeah that one and the yeah, no man's like, land spawn yeah, I was with a buddy, and I was like, dude, this is not a good spawn. Like, there's spawns ahead of us, there's spawns to the left. Like, we should just go around the outskirts. Yeah. So we did that, and then he was, like, inside where the you marked the minibus, kind of, like, looking around, see if there's anything. And, you know, me, I was just like, I just want to get inside the, the mall, you know? We were, like, in scavers and the set and the other. So I'm, like, kind of going up ahead, and I'm, I'm already past that to the next little segment where there's like a wired fence and you know stuff in the parking lot whatever and so i'm moving i'm like you know kind of like in the ditch in between the road and the fence and then i'm sprinting and then out of the corner of my eye i see someone i think i started crossing the road because i was going to go towards like that little duffel bag where the campfire is at in the yeah. wheelchair and i see someone there and he's looking right at me like <laughs> crap i'm she should be i'm like there's a guy i need help so i Trying to like jump, I'm behind the tree, and I'm like, dude, this is terrible. I have a PSO scope, and I have US ammo. I have no, I can't like zero it. It's like I have no <laughs> reference. You know what I mean? It's just like this. Sometimes like this zeroing scope issue is just like what we like. We were shooting the, at a moving target, 200 meters on lighthouse, and we watched. I watched the recording because we like we weren't hitting him, and like we had to lead our shots way more than what we thought. Mm. It was just like this is just like some weird like nebulous science thing that's hard to understand so yeah it's like i have no idea where i need to aim to shoot this guy so i'm just trying to stall for him to come so i'm like dancing behind the tree jumping around healing my heavy bleeds this guy is like hitting me so many times <laughs> i'm turning around and we can hit the back plate this time. <laughs> i got like three heavy bleeds that i fixed the wall right how he starts hitting my legs well i'm on painkillers thankfully but, you know, eventually it's just like, I'm just going to leg this guy. Come, you know, eventually a- afterwards I found he had an SVT because I, I like gauge. I was like, OK, he shoots 10 times and then there's like a gap. So I need to like repos- like drop for the back. 
well, my my buddy comes, but he doesn't, you know, he's kind of like hasn't played a lot of interchange before. So he crosses over to the blue fence because I tell him he's like, you know, he's up against the blue fence, like, you know, like, please save me. (laughs) (laughs) But he because he goes to the blue fence, the way the geometry is, the hill like kind of goes up. So he can't see the guy, but he doesn't Mm. know this, nor does he know. Like he can see the muzzle flashes, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to like overcommit or whatever. I was like, please save me. So eventually I ended up dying because I was I was debating about popping the green stem. But what happened was before I died, I was like, okay, I was just gonna like send shots down range, right? Yeah. And I it was like aiming kind of high, but I'd have no idea I was doing anything. <laughs> and then I saw my buddy, but I thought, like, I don't know, my reaction was just to like switch targets. So I switched to him, and then I realized, oh, that's my buddy. So apparently I pegged him a couple times and gave him a heavy bleed. But I don't know if I ever hit the guy up top. Anyways, long story short, he cleaned it up. It was all good, but it was a very bad series of decision-making. <laughs> yeah, pretty much decision-making. <laughs> pretty classic issue. church skill stuff. issue is, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, not even that. Not even that. Just like just very poor decision making. Yes, very <laughs> poor decision making. I had no business putting a PSO scope on that thing with US ammo and being outside and going in a very open area. I think your best bet, like so far, having used it with an LCAM, a red dot, and with a Monstrum. I think the Monstrum 2X is probably like the best, as far as I'm seeing. Mm. Or, or just like, oh yeah, or just a red dot, like it's fine. Uh, depending mm-hmm. on what map you're on, but yeah, if you want a little bit more reach, then. But I think, like, yeah, if you're gonna go longer range, if you're going like interchange or whatever, like when I went, I did it on Lighthouse as well, just because I thought it was funny. But um, with US ammo, yeah, yeah, but you probably should, <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that, right? Like, I, I think that's a mistake. You should probably go with PS and not T forty T forty five either, because you're just gonna be like doing full on Star Wars Stormtrooper because it's a tracer. Well, see, the interesting thing about that is, like, in some ways, <laughs> I feel like the tracer could be an advantage for you. Like it's a disadvantage and advantage. The advantage is you get to see where your shots are going. So like if you need to lead more, you can like kind of see that. You yeah, know? you can see where it's going, I guess. But um, but of course they can see where the shots are coming from. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's good, but yeah, it's kind of like short range. It's probably be quite good for customs, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. Something like that. Like customs would be good. okay. Like reserve, I feel like might be okay in certain circumstances. Like I use I used it on reserve. I used the RPD on reserve, and then. A bit on Lighthouse just for funsies and mostly on Factory mm-hmm. because it's just, yeah, just the chug cannon. Um, I've not even been using like a 2x2 two two in my rig. I just put it in the backpack. And then when I need to reload, I just right-click reload. Because I think I talked about that last time. Um, I, s- I saw another trick you can do where you... I mean, this is kind of nothing new, but it's slipped my mind. Is You just swap it down into the other slot and then you unload and then install through the menu and then swap it back up and it's good to go. <laughs> you get the new mag in. What do you mean? Swap, swap it where? So what, 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 in your sling. So like, uh, let me see if I can go window mode. So you oh, take... Oh, is that worth doing? Like you take your, your gun and you put it into the other slot. Yeah, so you take the other slot. Oh, that's actually and... probably way quicker actually thinking about it. Oh yeah, it's way quicker. Because the reload is the like only really animation. Long. The only animation is the gun going away and coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you I can so you can switch you can pop it into the second slot. Hands don't follow with the slot, so your hands empty. You then do oh. right click reload, it'll unload and reload just in one click, I think, and then you just put it back in. That's actually that's actually big brain. That's good. I've not been doing that. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. That's it. Yeah. 
Like that's really quick. Okay, that's much faster. Yeah, because the RPD's reload animation is like turbo garbage. Yeah. Not that you really should yeah. be. I mean, I did actually run out on factory and I was like, oh, I'm in trouble now. And I had to do a reload in like the, one of the tunnels underneath. I was like sprinting away, like desperately trying to get a, a moment so I could go into the inventory. Uh, good fun. Good fun. Um, shall we... What do you think? Should we run through some like audio stuff next? I'd like to talk yeah, about that, I, I think. Yep, I'm cool with that. Yeah, so... This is basically I'm I'm what I'm basically gonna do is like summarize the stuff that I've learned from Omni Actual because like mm-hmm. he's been the one doing all of this. Like we've I've talked I've mentioned before a little bit, right? And there was uh, this ongoing saga of like audio, which was the whole uh the whole like underground in reserve test, which then everybody thought that the headsets didn't make any difference. And then people said they were starting to not use headsets anymore. Like I've heard like lots of people come and ask me about this even now. And then Omni like repeated his test and showed that it was still the same and the headsets do have a range. And that it's the same as it was before. Um, the test ended up with a. I can't remember whether I mentioned this last time, which was that the tests had a little bit of an extension on them, which was that headsets only give you the audio range boost from the front in like a 140 degree angle. So it's quite wide. So it's like most of your front half you can get the boost in. But if somebody comes up from behind, it's as if you're not wearing a headset in terms of the audio distance increase, which is really interesting. Um, you kind of like need to be like swiveling around more than you think otherwise mm-hmm. you might not hear somebody who's coming behind like even if it's, say you've got contact fours on you can hear somebody up to you know 80 meters walking normally or like yeah 80 meters walking overweight or whatever like you will only hear them at 50 meters behind you so you do have to be kind of careful about that so that was like that was definitely new information for this wipe like i've not seen that been ever tested before it was like somebody's idea about it and it turns out that that is actually the way it works which is kind of weird yeah um he's carried on doing some more tests uh i haven't seen like i haven't seen much more about the snow i know that like as part of the patch notes we said that the snow footsteps kind of went down i thought like some people had done some little testing which was that crouch footsteps on snow is still the same as like standing footsteps on snow so it's still audible but it's quite a close range it's like 10 meters or something mm-hmm. something like that so it's like it seems like actually a sort of sensible range honestly and that feels like it's okay it's like silent up until about 10 meters away and then you can be heard. Like, that's enough distance for, like, if you're in good cover, they won't be able to just, like, kill you, but you can, like, be relatively quiet for, like, a reasonable distance. I feel like that's probably okay. Um, but then, yeah, so he did, like, a whole video test about binaural and about, like, other audio bugs and stuff. So the, the most important one, I was not aware that the, the like, step bug, as I call it, was an, a binaural thing. But apparently it is. That doesn't happen if you don't have binaural on. So this is specifically the phenomenon that I've talked about previously, and I'm sure you have it too, right? Where yeah. you're sat doing whatever, and you suddenly hear, it's like half of a footstep sound, like half footstep audio, and then it goes away. Yeah, immediately. It sounds it, like they took a singular overweight sprint step. Is what it sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, something like that. And it's like maybe slightly cut off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That only happens on binaural. Yeah. It doesn't happen without binaural. And, Which, yeah. Is that not, sorry to cut you off, but is that not how Steam used to work to an extent? To an, to an extent. Because Steam Audio used to have the, the same thing, but also for key turns and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's now limited or reduced down to like mainly steps. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in their testing 
Omni and Co. managed to get it to appear for grenades and for shooting, like bullet sounds, as well as steps. Oh, like pulling pins? The or... actual blast, I think. Oh, okay. I believe. I believe, anyway. But the, the sort of long and the short of it was like, if you hear the sound pop and there's no grenades going off and there's no, no one shooting, you can be pretty certain it's either a player or a player scav or, or a scav of some kind. Like AI scavs do it too sometimes. But there's also no like real rhyme or reason why it happens. It's not every time. Mm-hmm. You can have like four people all next to each other, all with binaural on, and only one of them will hear it. Which is really strange. That's really interesting. Some people suspected that if the other player didn't have binaural on, then it wouldn't happen. But that's also not true, apparently, it turns out. So it's just like mm-hmm. kind of random. They managed to get it to happen from what they said. What Omni was saying anyway, was he said that they managed to get it to happen the most when uh, when there was like multiple layers of like occlusion. It didn't happen that frequently out in the open. But when there's like trees in the way and stuff, it seemed to happen mm. the most. Like m- maybe if there's like a hill and stuff. Like if you don't have direct line of sight at least, it seemed to happen more frequently. Anyway, it's all kind of funky. Like I, I sympathize with him when he was like, you know, I didn't go to test like the exact requirements you know needed to fully replicate this thing, but <clears throat> it's pretty damning about like the conditions in which they managed to make it happen at least. But like the, it's a, a significant advantage for using by yeah. because oh, yeah. of this, right? And like, and it also explains like sometimes you just die to people who just knew where you were, and it's like, well, sometimes you kill people because you just knew where they were, like you knew they were coming. And you could chalk it down to, okay, it's still kind of audio. Like, would you have heard them coming anyway? Like, I guess. But like, the, the audio is like highly directional as well. So like, it really does yeah. tell you where they are. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> plus too, you don't, kind of like, I've always assumed that was like, they're running. Um, so like, I know they're coming this way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's kind of an, an unfortunate that you get that essentially free information. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that what you said, not everyone hears it, which kind of explains how sometimes I'll be like, I'll say running, even though I know it was just the step bug. Mm. But it seems like my duo was oblivious, which kind of makes sense now. Yeah. But you say that. So, yeah, that's a really weird bug. Yeah. So, like, if you want to go and see the full video, I do, I do implore you to go to Omni Actual's YouTube channel and go and watch it because he's been doing lots of this kind of testing and really is the one who's been keeping the conversation sane around this, mm-hmm. I would say, in the face of, like, all kinds of claims and spurious information and yada yada. So go and check, him, check his channel out. He's been doing a lot of work over there on it, which is, which is good. Because, like, I've not looked into this myself, right? This stuff takes ages. I'm spending oh, yeah. so long doing armor and other stuff, right? Like, if I'd spend my entire life testing, I'd never actually make any videos or stream. Um, it's, already a, it's already a problem trying to, you know prioritize all of those things um this yeah it's pretty pretty good and there was also a yeah there you go the church has popped his channel up on the screen there like is binaural better audio direction matters um there was like another bug that was in there as well which he explains really well but like very broadly like it kind of explains the bullet crack bug i I feel that the bullet crack bug is like better i don't really get it much anymore um, and I don't know whether they've like improved it or something, but I feel like I used to complain about it constantly on stream, which was I would just suddenly be getting like you know bullet oh, crack sounds. Right, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't seem to be anywhere near as as common as it was. I really don't feel like I've had that as bad this vibe. But 
in this video, Omni also does show some extra stuff about like the bullet crack bug itself. It's more about suppression. Like, you know, it's the, it's the classic thing. Like we knew this, I mean, at least I knew this information previously, which was that if somebody is in front of you and they shoot away from you, if you're along the line of the bullet, because of the way the, cal- like the calculation, it seems, is like direction agnostic, right? It's like bi-directional for some reason. Like maybe it makes the calculation easier or whatever, but the way they've implemented it is you get suppression effect, even if they're firing away from you, if they're in the same line as you. That yeah. was the reason. That was the same thing as the old bullet crack bug. Like, if you were in the same line forwards facing, but like terrain was in the way, well, it didn't matter. You got bullet crack. And if you're behind them, then you also got bullet crack. So, like, if you were anywhere along that linear line, but uh, yeah, anyway, he goes into more detail in his video if you're interested about that. But like, it, it explains hmm. a bit more about why that happens and how that manifests in this wipe, which it still does. But as I said, I think it's a lot, I, I'm finding it a lot less impactful. Like, I hardly, I don't think I ever get like, Will it crack anymore? It's more like, yeah, maybe a suppression effect or something out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, but... the suppression one. I, I, so that's still crack, in. But, but the, the crack seems to be gone. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's super interesting. Go and check out the videos because it's good. It's good. And like, I always reference his stuff in terms of, uh, and it'll actually show you examples like this latest one, like the one that Church is playing on screen right now for those who have video. Um, so yeah, Escape from Tarkov, Binaural Audio on or off. And that'll like show you examples of what the bullet crack bug sounds like and stuff. So it's like useful to know, like if you haven't noticed it, and you have binaural on, you're probably just like not aware of exactly what it sounds like. Um, but it's <clears throat> like once you once you know, it's a huge benefit yeah. to like to know about it while it's still in the game, right? But other people are using it, you may as well too. Uh so yeah, that was I think I just think it's interesting to like come full circle and um and to at least Yeah, just finalize that discussion. I don't I don't know of any other testing that's going on, but I think this is sort of well, hopefully this is it for now. Um Headset chart still stands, used by normal, pretty good. And uh, Bullet Crack Bub doesn't seem to be as bad, but it's still there in some fashion. There's just things to be aware of. Yeah, it's um, interesting about the snow change, kind of like jumping ship a little bit, was because they lowered the volume, but me and my buddy just today tested it, where I was curious if he could hear me silent walk on snow. and. Yeah. Cannot. It's you know, you can hear around like ten meters ish. I think. Yeah. You know, it's quieter, of course, but um, which is interesting because like you know the, the snow you can't silent walk, but if you're inside a okay. non-snow surface, you can, and you can you know still like last wipe where you're overweight, it works. Like it just doesn't care as long as you are on the lowest setting, crouch walking. Yeah. Which. To me, feels like a bug when you think about it because they added a new sound that's tied to this certain property, surface material. But it's not like one 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 of the two things are a bug. You know, either it wasn't included in the silent walking capabilities, or the silent walking itself is a bug. I don't yeah. know. But <laughs> I watched a video from Summit. Summit 1G, mm-hmm. <laughs> who was, uh, I guess it was just like a, a, a clip, um, not from like Summit's official, maybe it was, was it Summit's official channel? Uh, it might have been, maybe it was, because he's got like, anyways, there's like the fan run channels or whatever. Um, and now I can't find a video, but anyways, he was going on a rant about how... <laughs> The silent walking is kind of busted, which 
I thought he actually did a really good job articulating his points. Um, and in essence, he was like saying how it's broken because you can, like, okay, it's it's a lot. A lot of the stuff we're talking about, like information, it's on the Jaren channel. Okay, thank you. Oh, I am on the right one. Um, so he was like in interchange, right? And he's going on. Oh, here it. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> he was going on a rant, right? And so he's like, he just wanted to demonstrate how broken it was. And essentially his thing is like, you hear a guy coming, you stop, you crouch, you crouch walk. And now you have like, you've gained the information where he's at approximately. And now you can reposition to get a angle on him without providing any information to him. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, previously, if you wanted to do that, you had to pay the cost of also giving information. It wasn't as loud as sprinting, of course, but there's a trade-off. And the interesting part that he mentioned, too, was that because it's so, there's so much, like, visual noise in the game, so many angles, so many different things, it's, like, even more in favor for, like, the crouch walking, because how are you going to see this tiny, like, the three pixels mm. on your screen leaning around the corner? So I, I don't know, because I've seen Tig say that he thinks it's a bug as well, that it's like you're somehow getting the max bonus of Cobra Delete at all levels because it, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I think the, I think it's, maybe we could look it up real quick. Tig thinks it's a covert movement bug. Yes. Which I, I, I'm not sure. Well, are, let me ask you this. Covert you... movement doesn't make you silent, right? But... Elite cover becomes equally quiet on all surfaces, minus sixty percent total. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, so I don't know where that came. I don't know where that like came from. The idea that it is yeah. like it's the you know glit like the, the skill is glitched. I don't know where that information mm-hmm. was originated from. Um, I mean, this is the thing, and as per chat's conversations as well. What do BSG want? Is it a bug? Is it not? I mean, I guess like we could ask an even more important question, which is like, what do we want? Because like mm-hmm. BSG probably don't really know or care. Like, do we want people to be able to be heard like on snow? Like, do we think the snow model is good? 10 meters, it's quiet. Outside of that, it's silent. I would say that's pretty good middle ground. But I'm not really sure what the, what the, uh, what the player base actually wants, to be totally honest. Um, like some people quite like zero audio movement. Right, which is it's just it's strange. Oh well, yeah, I think it's too strong because like playing on this is funny too because in this this is off the stream. He gave his rent and he's like, okay guys, I'm gonna use the bathroom and he gets up and leave and then there's a player just kept crouch walking past the screen on him, <laughs> completely dead silent the whole time. It was a stream sniper, but it was just like you know, it was just comedic timing. It was great. It's good. That is good. But no, I was gonna say it's like playing. It's like there's like. Like, oh, for example, Lighthouse in the road camp. It's like, you're outside. As soon as you go inside, I know I can instantly crouch walk and be dead silent. So, like, I use the, you use the knowledge of the floor to your advantage. Where it's like, the people outside, they don't have, like, it's so imbalanced in that aspect. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think it is, like, insanely... I think it's too strong is kind of my thing. Because I even noticed, like, Sheaf. I was watching Sheaf. He was... I've been watching a lot of Sheaf. Um, but Landmark does this, too. It's like, they all use, like, Crouch Walk, the silent part. Like, he, <laughs> this is actually really funny, too. He's super strong. 
Yeah, yeah. But she like <laughs> he played streets, and someone had shot at him from like the windows near the street in between uh, subway and cinema. Mm-hmm. So he like flanked around through like the warehouses, industrial. Anyways, so then he like gets inside the building, he crouch walks the entire way, all the way up to the second floor, and he's like right behind the guy. <laughs> he gets like right up next to him, and I think he was gonna like boyfriend him, but when he did that, someone went prone or like stood up from prone. So he shot the guy, turned around, shot the other guy that like had went prone or something because I guess he saw him or something. But it was so funny because <laughs> he literally like for five minutes he just got right up to this guy. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's too strong in its current incarnation. Like I shouldn't be able to, and I've I've been killed by it before, right? Where I was through, I was in a room, and there was a guy like crouch walking outside up the hallway. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to be literally on like the other side of the wall to me, like directly on the other side. Like we we were within fifty centimeters the entire time. I was like you know organizing loot in my bags or something, and he like crept up along the outside. And came into my room and, and and left peaked and killed me. And I had like you know zero audio at all. Like I just don't. I don't think that's okay. But I don't think that you should lose all benefit either. I, I feel like yeah, my personal understanding of it or my experience of it is that it should be the same between crouch walking and crouch, like yeah, you know, being sorry, min speed walking and min speed crouching. I think those should be the same, um, like it is on snow basically, and that. Yeah, somewhere in the sort of five to ten meter range. Because the thing is, a lot of this is less about like volume and like how loud is it. It's more about just like where is the first time that it is audible. That's really a lot of where like you either hear it or you don't, right? And I know that some of that is subjective, but that's really more important. Like when do you hear it? When do you not hear it? Like when is it actually feasible to hear over, say, like the background noise or whatever? And I feel that that's somewhere in the five to ten meters range. Probably like probably at ten even because like. Yeah, I mean, you could still hear somebody walking on interchange, and you could still reposition, but, like, you just can't, like, wheel round the pole while they walk past, and yeah, then, like, yeah. be completely none the wiser, and you shoot them literally in the back. Like, that, I, I feel that that's, like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not great for it to be, like, so cut and dried that, like, you are just definitely silent, because you're still, like, recently I've been using the, like, crouched walk a lot more, sorry, not, I always say crouched, but, like, there's the slow walk a lot more. Because I'm like, okay, well, after testing it, like, I know where the range is now. It's, like, 10 meters. So, like, I feel like I don't need to just go, like, completely silent now. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I know where the range is. So if I walk here, they still won't hear me. Like, as outside of um, Weather Station, for example, like, they were in the building. I'm just like, well, if I walk up to them, it's quicker than being crouched. But I'll get there faster. And, like, they still won't hear me until I'm really close. Then I'll, like, crouch walk or whatever. But that was even on snow, so I knew it was kind of the same. But either which way, I think it is probably better to... Yeah, have so- it needs to be audible from some distance, like even if it's like kind of close, because there's just these silly situations that don't make sense otherwise. In this current incarnation, I I think. Yeah, until then, I'm gonna keep abusing the crap out of. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, it is insanely good. Some yeah, some people in chat brought some good points about like ADS noise, which I also too kind of have like gripes with. Is like you. It sucks because like sometimes you're just ADS and then suddenly you hear someone running and it's like crap. You know, I hear them running from like however long away. I feel like I can't ADS because what if they hear me? You know what I mean? Well, I can't un-ADS, but I'm losing arm stamina. It's like really rough. Exactly. And it's, so it's like you're like, but I mean, maybe that's the cost you pay, but it does. And it technically, if you do like 
level up uh or no have a really high area gun it is a lot quieter i guess there's something there and maybe weight is there but yeah there is some things that's just like like the spinning thing is so annoying like there's this weird foot noise yeah there's this weird like sometimes i will just like crouch and it's like i'm still and then all i want to do is just like look to my left a little bit and then suddenly my character spins and it's like okay now I want to look to my right a little bit. He spins. And it's literally like the 90 degrees point right in front of me is like the pivot point. That I, and it's like, how did I end up on that? I was, you know I mean? It's just like, how did I end up where literally I move any pixel left or right? I'm, I'm like making the spinning noise. It's so annoying. Yeah, it all just depends on exactly like where your feet landed when you like yes. stopped or whatever. So that's why you always have to move slightly when you turn. Like always, always, always. Because I can never trust what... Mm-hmm. the character's going to do either or like what you know i might not hear it maybe they'll hear it like i'm so paranoid about those kind of sounds so i'm just like well always move a little bit because i know it's silent when i move and i won't get the foot spin noise when i move so i always have to move a bit when i turn because i don't want to like risk it unless i'm like setting up and i know no one's there then i can like test it or whatever but yeah it's just like it's it's annoying it is annoying um what else were people saying about like yeah slow ads i feel like that would make sense like there's a lot of things in the game that could do with a slow like slow door open slow ads yeah, like just something where you feel like you have a bit more like control. Like that's the cool yeah. part about the because that could also be sub ten meters, you know. Yes, and you take it yeah, like you know yeah. it's like a zero ergo ads or whatever, but it's like or, real slow. Yeah, and maybe it goes clunk. Yeah, the, what they could do is like because I I really liked the fact that you could scale your speed right, like it's in steps. Yeah, but like most of the time we're just using fast and slow, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do the scroll, but if what if the ADSP was tied to your scroll? Like if you're on the lowest setting, then you just like always do the. I mean that that's probably going to be yes. one of those things. It's like, like you don't oh, always want it to sometimes do that, I want though. the quick. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Again, Anyways. it needs to be another modifier key and another yeah. thing. Like, oh my word! <laughs> They're my bad idea. Scratch it, scratch it. <laughs> yeah. No, but it would be cool. It would be cool. Um. Yeah, okay, that's that was it for audio. I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. But um, even still, like... It needs it needs work, honestly. Like, we need to know... Uh, maybe, I, like, I wonder if I should put out a poll or something. I'm, like, I'm just kind of intrigued as to what, like, people think in general. Mm-hmm. Like, do people like silent audio? Do they not like silent audio? Like, do they... Actually, less, less that. You need to pose the question in, like, a very specific way. Because it's like, do you use silent audio in the game? Like, obviously, everyone's going to say yes. So it's like, do you like silent audio? Like, a lot of people might still say yes to that question. Like... Do you think that silent audio is good for the game in general? People then start to think like, okay, well, from a game design perspective, is this actually good? Like, even though I like abusing it because it gets me kills, like, could it be in the game? You know, I think, yeah, I feel like the problem is it's going to be more skewed towards people liking it because it is kind of one of those things where you know what I mean. It's like you you don't get to see the person using it against you. You're the only one that gets to use it. You know what I mean? Like, I actually had a scav raid on Lighthouse where I used to silent walk on the guy because he came in, again, from the outside coming in. And so I know I'm on the inside. I can mm-hmm. slow walk on anything. And I got in a position. I made just a little bit of noise. I went to peek him and shot him in the head with my taws and, you know, got a free kit. So <laughs> I don't know. For the people in chat who think that it is good to be completely silent, do you, is, is that because you like it or do you think that, do you think that's, like balanced this is more like what i'm thinking about right i don't know whether this is like it, it may be a nice thing pm but i don't know whether it's like 
balanced? Do we think it's like a balanced game mechanic? Because I'm like, I, I lean towards it being like not balanced. And, I, and that's, that's the thing. Like you could nerf it to start with by making it like two meters, for example. Yeah. Like, and that would be almost the same as it is now, but you can't mm. like literally creep up and tap someone on the shoulder. Right. So I don't, I feel like there's a middle ground. Do you know what I mean? I, th- I think there's a middle ground for it. Um, because right now it does seem it, it does seem a bit broken to be like complete silence at all ranges. Because it's like points being made about, you know, in the move you die meta. Yeah. Slow walk that you can't hear allows you to move and relocate. Which I think is which I think is okay. And as I said, I'm doing that myself. But if somebody's like if you're within like five meters of your opponent, like should you be able to relocate for free? I just I'm not sure. I, I think that's the problem is it's you're giving it's like it's for free. Like they're they're the, the yeah, only cost zero you're downside really, other than like being slow. Yeah, that's but like the exchange for being slow, you get to make zero audio noise. How how crazy is that? <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just like to me that's just crazy. Cause how how many times I would say like what, probably 90 percent of your engagements you hear someone like you hear something right and now it's like mm. you have to like react off that you know maybe i don't know like would you even count getting one type of engagement i feel like not but <laughs> you know what i mean though it's like yeah. how the fights typically go is like you hear each other and then it's like okay now we got to do this dance you know how are we gonna, how are we gonna do this i i think like i said i think people are probably gonna like it on average because i think it is like just really strong but i i would just be curious to, from bsg's perspective if they a are aware of it and b what's the bug because i i feel like it's got to be a bug like the snow stuff doesn't make any sense and the other part that doesn't make any sense is that the weight doesn't scale with it because it used to scale with weight and that was one of the interesting parts too about it is sometimes i would like draw like just throw loot out my backpack yeah just to make myself lighter so i could be quieter and it was nice if you had like you were stacking backpacks you could drop the backpack inside the backpack and not make the backpack noise Mm -hmm. i don't know i think yeah i think it's tricky it's tricky there's like lots of different opinions in chat which i find it's just it's really interesting it's really interesting it genuinely is like some people saying you know incentivizes slow tactical play okay the game is way too campy, so you should never be completely silent. But the thing is, you could argue in some ways it makes the game like more. You can you can make an. I actually don't know which way this goes, but you can like legitimately make an argument that the game gets more campy if you take it away, <coughs> because it means people can like not move at all. Like you're not allowed to move now at all, otherwise you make some sound. Um, audible. But I think it depends on the range. I think that's more of like a range question, because like if you know someone's like, yeah, more than five meters away, then you know you can make a sound without. Or you can move without making sound. The like the best balance that I saw in the suggestions just there was that keep the silent audio, but you lose you lose like you lose stamina basically for being crouched. I don't know whether it would be like stamina whilst crouched and moving. I mean, you already I'd, do that though. I need you? to think about that. Uh, or you not at a, not at a, any like you know not at a rate that really deters anybody. I would say. Like if you're just crouched, like you. Probably should lose stamina. I don't, I'm not really sure. There's like a few different ways to do it, which is the issue. 
Yeah, it's just the it's the free information that I don't really like. You know, and there's like and there is basically no downside. And everybody uses yeah. it in every fight, right? Like I use it all the that's, time as well. That's the balance issue for me. It's like <coughs> you know, someone's not not to pick on this, but someone said, you know, it's balanced because everyone can use it. It's like that's not really what we're saying. We're saying what's your trade trading for? The trade off is just like insanely skewed in one direction. And I think that's kind of the problem. Yeah, because I think the issue with like, oh, if something's balanced because everyone can use it, right? Like, if flashlights were mm-hmm. like ten times more powerful than they are now, I think they're I think they're borderline anyway. But like, <laughs> if flashlights were ten times more powerful, mm-hmm. then like it's not it's not balanced because the only counter is the thing itself. Like that's I don't think that's balanced, even though it's you know everybody can use it. That's fine, but like it isn't balanced because it's the only thing you can really use. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's sort of where it comes down to. I think. So these things, like, yeah, they can be accessible to everybody, but, like, still be a problem or, like, be bad for the game or be unhealthy for the game, which I, th- I think was said, actually. But, like, you know, yeah, it's still maybe a problem for the game um, or could be. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's tough. It, it's tough. It is tough. Because the thing is, like, you know, I play the game more tactically anyway. Like, I'm not a shift up mm-hmm. chat by any means. I probably play the game in the middle ground somehow. But I just feel like if you are moving, I don't feel like you should just have to like play into zero audio at any distance. You should be able to yeah. hear somebody if they're like right next to you. You know, if somebody's like on, I mean, you could bring, I don't want to talk about IRL arguments because like, frankly, I don't care. <laughs> um, but like, if somebody's like behind the counter on wood or whatever, and you like come in to chalet or whatever, like, mm-hmm. should they be able to just move around? and like wait until you're like you know if you're completely stationary like okay if you're outside right. of five meters like okay but like if you if they're like the other side of the countertop and you like are stepping around moving like they, they I, I think you should be heard doing that honestly i really i, I just do i think there's like i don't think it's much different to this current system actually because you just need to have a little bit of range in mind that's it what i think is yeah probably the it's like it's already kind of like like, for example, you know, we talked about the ADS thing, you know, so that's like a cost. If you want an ADS, which this swipe is a lot more important, ADSing, it fires mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah. Um, so you got to pay the cost of the audio you're making. Uh, if you pivot the wrong way, you got to pay that cost. Um, however, as long as you do all the things right, you can just completely <laughs> walk the entire indoor building. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think like five meters you know, is a very, like, yeah, like, it's a good starting point. Because it yeah. feels like prior, it was more like, what, 20 meters? And the other weird part, too, is scavs don't silent walk, but they do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if they're actually walking on the slowest speed, but have you ever seen the scav, like, just crouch yeah. walk around the corner? He's <laughs> like, uh-huh. you can just hear him, you're just sitting there waiting. And it's always a scav. It's never, you know, a player or nothing, right? That's another weird thing I noticed, but yeah, it's it's weird. But I gotta think about it a bit more. See, I'm that's intrigued. another good point. Someone said five meters, and the sound doesn't go through the walls. That is another thing that I would like too, because yeah, if you if you do set it to like five meters, let's say ten meters, you know, that's if in real life that sounds pretty reasonable. You know, if I someone's outside of my door, like it's gonna be muffled and whatnot. Whereas in Tarkov, it's just going to be like, is it going to be muffled? Probably not. Like, you know, if they're above the floor, then yeah. 
So yeah. that, would, that like, would be another nice thing. Yeah, they're like changing the sound but, profile or whatever, but they're not like it's not like quiet enough in comparison. Yeah, it's like you know if I'm if I'm inside and I walk on my like laminate wooden hallway, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. outside my front door, like you're not going to hear me. Right. Like it's right. not occlusion. Like you're just simply not going to hear me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And like the same thing if I'm walking upstairs on my wooden floor in the bedroom, and you're outside again. You're just not going to hear me. Like, there's yeah, nothing to do yeah. with occlusion. It's just like, I mean, yeah, the occlusion is 100%. Like, there's just, you're just <laughs> not going to hear me. Like, it's just, yeah. too, it's too much, right? <clears throat> I, I think that it's would be, much. I think if they did that, then, yeah, that would, that would do a lot. You could probably make crouch walking on slow speed, like 20 meters. Well, that might be too extreme, but you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it, it would be so much more yeah, balanced. And, yeah. Because it, it's yeah. tough, because, like, you know, a lot of games that I feel like that's a big X, so but that would be really nice. It's hard. But a lot of games like, I don't uh, think have that type of stuff. No, but like even Tarkov is just like, oh, okay, well then what if they're like am I in my situation, you know, where they're like walking outside on wooden floorboards and I'm also inside, but I'm round the corner through the wall, but the doors open. It's like, well, this is what Tarkov's audio system was supposed to deal with. Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. obviously it's like clearly not going to do that. Just give them five more years. <laughs> yeah. They're like maybe no, there just needs to be more differentiation between the materials, even. Like if I'm if I'm crowd yeah. if I'm like sneak walking on on like a carpet, mm. you're not going to hear me at all. Whereas it's quite hard Could to like sneak walk like through a forest, for example. It's like, like quite hard to just glass. be quiet. Or like yeah, broken glass. Like I mean that's that's actually true now already. Um, you can't crouch walk on broken glass. Oh, One you the, can't. No, it's the only material. One of the tests that I didn't I wasn't do, aware of that. and okay. I wasn't aware of it until people told me in the comments on that video. Good to know. So, so broken glass and snow can't crouch walk on either of those without being heard so broken glass apparently does do that already interesting which is really weird the metal is fine and wood is fine i feel like that lends more credence to tig's claim because i think uh i think glass is one of the surfaces that's not common you know that's an uncommon surface but again the math doesn't really check out with these percentages i don't know i don't know it's just weird anyways Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's the whole point that we're wearing like an active headset as well, with like you know EQ and stuff. Like I'm walking around my house, I don't have a headset on, so I don't know. I've never worn a military active like you know noise like profile adjusting headset, so I don't know. I feel like there's a middle ground. Is kind of my final thing to say because I I do think it's kind of not great that you feel like you can't move at all. Like you can't do anything. You can be heard. And the kick and chat is going to rush you and shoot you. Um, yeah. Which I think is like kind of a trap. A lot of people fell in, you know, me included. So I think you need something where you can make noise, but it's like very quiet, very slow. Um, just to like reposition a little bit, you know, like you're playing with fire essentially, you know, it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I hear this guy. I'm in the middle of the hallway. Can I crouch walk and get behind the door at just in time to like, you know, get ambushed with the guy? He's like, I feel like you need something there where you have to be like, uh, maybe that's maybe I do that, or maybe I just, you know, set up for him and make make him known, my presence known to him. Yeah. Like the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking like you literally just add like yeah, like a two or three meter radius for silent walking or whatever. Like see mm-hmm. how that goes. Cause just stops the most egregious 
of these like issues, but still kind of mm. keeps it broadly the same. Yeah, and you could even have it like it would be the quietest surface material that's already in the game. Probably like Probably. concrete. Maybe concrete, maybe uh, maybe grass, I was thinking. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah, and then you could have like glass being the highest, like maybe that's like five or six meters or whatever. Maybe maybe ten, I don't know. Because then you got wood and metal. Metal's kind of quiet. Yeah, met- the, the metal's weird because metal is like super loud if you're running, obviously. Yeah. But like metal could be really quiet if you're being quiet. Because it's more tinny. Yeah, and it's like, it like reverberates, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you stand on it and you're like moving slowly, you can probably stand on it like, well, again, we're talking IRL, so like who cares? But um, anyway. Anyway. That's Interesting it. stuff. We've solved it all, Church. Mm-hmm. Not, even, not even remotely. But, uh... <laughs> um, okay. Shall we talk about the very first part of the patch note list? Fixed incorrect ammo penetration and damage calculations in some situations. This is going to be a, a lecture on... And <laughs> actually, less so. Less so that, but... Is there a pop quiz teacher afterwards? Yeah, make sure you're taking notes, <laughs> paying attention. So I went and did a load of testing separate to the whole like APM thing about this line because yeah, fixed incorrect ammo penetration and damage calculations in some situations is like really nebulous, doesn't really tell us anything. We know that like plates have got problems and the system is a bit weird and there's something going on with either fragmentation if you're part of Team Airwing Marine, or multiple hitbox interaction, if you're Team Gigabeef. <laughs> like, n- neither of us have any way to back up our claims, um, but I think it's multi-hitbox, and he thinks it's fragmentation. It could end up being both. Who honestly knows at this point? But there is weird stuff happening in general. Um, <laughs> <laughs> People are saying faction wars. <laughs> faction wars. I, I, yeah, I, quite, I, quite, I actually quite like the fact that we both have a different opinion yeah. uh, on the matter. I think it's quite good. I think it's healthy. Uh, where is my... Uh, hold on. I've like not got... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I do have it here, actually. So I went and did like loads of tests. A ton of tests. And I would say for the most part, things seem... Mm, things seem like better. It's the way that I would start out. <laughs> so okay. the one that I was like mostly interested in... So let's just remind everybody of how stupid certain things were. And I'm still suspicious. I'm still very suspicious about this armor, but the, the propane barter armor, the 6B23-1, with its weird plate, the 6B12 front plate, that's the one with the diamond shaped thing and the square underneath. This is like the entry-level armor that was causing so many problems before. This clips mm-hmm. from, you know, right going right back to the beginning, you know, it tanking, you know, four or five T45M shots from 7.62, and it really shouldn't. Um, you know, Terratech shooting two separate people with... with uh, Lapua Magnum AP going bang, 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 and each armor tanks two shots, and then finally they died. All of this weird stuff mm-hmm. was going on before. And then, like anytime I saw something stupid, it was with this armor, right? So when I tested it, I shot we, we shot it at 10 times. We did like five different tests because it zeroes out pretty quick, right? <coughs> and out of the 10 shots, it was like three were completely absorbed. Four of them, I believe, did like 
or maybe it was like yeah, I can't remember exactly how it went, but it was uh, I, I could probably go. Yeah, you know, I can go and find it. Let me just let me go and find the test and see where where was it? Where are you, you blasted thing? Do, 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 do. I've just got like reams and reams and reams of testing data. None of the issue at this point. Uh, oh gosh, I'm just gonna search for six B twelve. Where's the next one? Oh, maybe, maybe I have lost it. I don't know. Anyway, so out of, the, out of the 10 shots, it was roughly something along the lines of like four shots being blocked, three shots that did 15 damage, and there were four shots that did like full damage with some damage, with like basically no damage mitigation, which was crazy. So this thing should never get, it should never stop a BP really. I think like in the old system. Was that 762 or 545? That was 762 oh. BP. Okay, yeah. It really um, should. <laughs> not that it really matters because 762 BP is 47 right. pen, but the new 545 BP is 45 pen. So it's actually both like kind of the same. Hmm. But uh, yeah, like an, in the old system, it would have had a ninety-seven point six percent chance to pen, right? So we're pretty pretty sure that that shouldn't happen. Anyway, so I re I, I redid a bunch of the tests, and it for the most part like made sense. So we tried that one with BCP FMJ, which is thirty-five pen. So like it should go through most of the time. Uh, it blocked the first shot. All the other shots penned. There was a weird shot when it was on like half durability where it dealt seven damage to the player, which is basically like it penned but got caught by the soft armor, which like, you know, is, is possible, right? Like the, the penetration gets reduced through the class three armor and then the class two does a miracle save and catches it, but then it, you take blunt right. damage from that. But that's, that's plausible. Um, tried it a second time, full damage on shot number one. The second shot got absorbed. Every other shot, uh, every other shot got, um, you know, got pass through, uh, except for the very, very final one where it went from two durability to zero durability, and we took specifically 28 damage, which I really don't understand. That was That's very strange. really weird. Yeah. So that was with like, the BP still? still that, was BP? With BC, that was with BCP. So this is BCP FMJ now. This is 762 NATO. What's this the... This is 35. This is the one under M80. That's weird, because this shit goes straight through, right? It should do. So again, in the old system... Because it's just a class 3 play. Yep, in the old system, this would have had a 95.5% chance to pen. So there, there was still some weirdness. Now, we then shot it and bunch with M80. Four shots of M80 went straight through. We did a second test. Four shots of M80 went straight through. Okay, so it seemed relatively good. We shot it with 762 by 54 RBT, big boy bullets. Straight through on number one, straight through on number two. So I was like, okay, this like this definitely seems better. Like this isn't. There's still some weird results coming through on this armor. There's something about this armor that is like messed up, right? But like, is it the armor though? I think it's something to do with the plate. I think I think that I like that every time something weird happens, everyone's like, oh look, the armor system's so busted. I'm just like, they're wearing the six B twelve plate again. Like I, I was felt like I was slowly going mad because I never really see like, has anybody ever seen any weird clips? about the class 4 monocleat plate for example like i am yet to see any i'm yet to do any testing where the monocleat plate doesn't work as normal for example the 6b12 plate is like is cursed it is mm -hmm. cursed and for, it's specifically cursed i don't know what is wrong with it but it's cursed um anyway we tested like a load of other stuff we tested the Karund class 5 with m80 blocked 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 got to half durability straight through straight through straight through that's pretty this much what you'd expect. This is the class 5 plate. So the class 5 okay. plate gets to 50% durability. That makes it basically a class 4, which is around 40 pen. The M80 goes straight through after that. We did it against a, the, the VMK, which is the current 
plus six plate. Blocked, 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 all the way down to 16 out of uh, 60 durability, so 25%, where, again, it should be a class four, and the final shot went through. So, okay, kind of makes sense. And there was, like, there was more of this in general. Um, I, did, I did the 6B12 again with, with 5 for 5 BP, and that blocked the very first shot. Mm-hmm. Great. Two shots went through at full damage. The fourth shot did two damage. Two damage HP the soft damage, armor. right? Two HP damage, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so this thing was... So this is a class 3 plate at 11 out of 50. It penned the plate. Something happened to the soft armor and it did two damage. Which is, which is strange, right? And then the last two, it went straight through. I did it again. First shot, straight through. Second shot, straight through. Third and fourth shots, two damage each. Shots five and six, 45 damage. But basically straight through. So, I mean, it's inconsistent as heck. Yeah, so except the 6B, when it's consistent. <laughs> so the 6B12 plate is just super weird. Um, then we did, like, uh, Hex Attack, because it has no soft armor with the monoclete plate against BP. It absorbed it, it absorbed it, and then... Um... Oh, wait, no, hold on. No, 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 no. no so, so, okay, so... <laughs> Sorry, it's because I, um, I didn't write down the middle bit. So, hey, so 5 for 5 BP, again, this is 45 pence. So this should go straight through class 4. Um, Monoclete plate is a polymer class four sappy plate, Western plate. And it went through every single time. That was on through seven tests from full durability all the way down to zero. It just did 45 damage every time. Then the, um, we did it with the front owner because that was with monocletes in both front and back. I mean, who knows whether it's going to make a difference. Then we did it with just the front. Again, BP went through every single time. We did five for five BP against the polymer class five armor, which is the GAC 3S15. That got... So that was at 45 durability to start with. That got blocked to 39, blocked to 32, blocked to 26, which lo and behold is about 50%. And then it went through every single time after that. So like the, the polymer class plates, polymer class four and five plates seem to work just as normal. The monoclete gets penned every time by five for five BP. The class five gets to half durability and then gets penned every time after that. We did a second test with the GAC class five plate against BP. Um, first one went through which was slightly weird. It hit the stomach because we weren't being very careful, but it did 53 damage, right? This round is rated for 45 damage. So that was one weird thing that we saw. Um, then it blocked it and then it penned every single time after that. So like for most of it, it was okay. What was weird is that we then used like, we used 5 for 5 PP against the 6B12 plate, mm-hmm. this like problem plate again, and that just did 45 damage every single time. Sorry, 49 damage every time, which is just what PP should do. There was no weirdness at all with PP against the 6B12 plate, which is really odd. <coughs> the monoclete class 4 plate against PP didn't block it, did block it, didn't block it, did block it, and then didn't block it for the rest of all of the shots. Against the class 5 plate, it got blocked. This is... Um... Oh, this must have been PP. I must have written this down wrong. Yeah, this, must, this must be PP. I'll go back and check the VOD, but... Um... It got blocked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times, and then it penned every time after that. Once the class five plate got down too low, six uh, B twelve again got penned every single time by seven six two PS. We did that twice. That was six shots each. I got, I've, I've got like I've got so much testing data. This is the thing. Like I've got I've got tons of testing data, and the long and the short of it is that most of it looks very normal. There's still some weirdness here and there. So the, the weird points being. 
Yeah, we shot into the stomach area through the plate on the class five plate with BP, and it did more than the listed damage of the bullet by a little bit. It did instead of doing forty five, it did fifty three, which is strange. And then, then basically only the six B twelve front plate seems to be showing weird stuff. There was like one final test. I was just like scrolling through. There was like so PS looked to be completely normal. Um, yeah, that like that just penned every single time. Uh, we did. Da, 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 da. Uh, which which other <coughs> one did we do? Uh, we did one which was like there was one that was really weird, right? So the six, again, six B twelve plate, the cur- the accursed plate against seven six two BP, which is the original test that I did. Straight pens four times in a row. Repeat with a fl- fresh plate. First shot. Uh, pens ends from goes from fifty durability to thirty three. Second shot pens goes from 33 durability to 16. Third shot goes from 16 to 2 durability, no damage. I mean, the no yeah, damage like, stuff, I have no idea about maybe, that. Maybe we rolled an, a miracle roll on that one, but like the 6B12 is still just absorbing random bullets sometimes mm. for no apparent reason, like outside of the way the mathematics should work, or at least like the way we knew it worked before. Like there's something different about it for certain. But it's um, only the 6B12 now, you're saying? Yeah, That's it seemed to be the same the before. Properties. Well, may, maybe. Maybe. Like, Monoclete <laughs> plate got penned every single time by BP. The Class 5 plate also did a miracle save at 9 out of 45 durability. But that's within reason, though. Is it, though? Like, 9 plate. out of 45, though, on Jura? It was shot oh. number 4. Shot number four did no damage when it had. Oh, oh sorry, it, it started with eighteen. Actually, it started with eighteen. Five. I mean, I guess it's possible. Eighteen out of forty-five on class five in the old system. What would that have done? Mm, Let's see. I don't know, Gideon. <coughs> I mean, it's it's very very unlikely, but um, it never goes to one hundred percent. So yeah, I guess so it's I said true. it was this times what a sixteen over forty-five. I think it was actually in reality. Yeah, so it was. A, it's a ninety-six percent pen chance in the old system. Like. It's it's possible. Sure. Okay. It's certainly possible. Like the test after it blocked one at full HP, full durability, which is like 50-50, so that's mm-hmm. kind of okay. Um So like, I don't know. It's it there are there are still some weirdnesses, and especially with the six B twelve plate, it's not as weird as it was, but it's still strange. Um but it's better than it than it was. I uh, like it does just seem to like tank random rounds sometimes. But this, yeah, this this weird stuff. I did. We didn't see anybody dying in one hit though, or anything during any any of these tests, which is good. But I saw the vod where you used three six six APM. Aha! And you were one tapping <laughs> armor so, class four plates, which should not be possible. Exactly. So that was yesterday. So we went and did another test. So this is the one I did on because uh, basically this is a one tap test, the APM one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't really want to do this offline. We'll do it on stream. We'll get as many people together as possible. I didn't know. We'd like, we just we managed to make it work live. I didn't know how to get everybody into the lobby. But it turns out if you go and you go and pick a map in co-op offline and you basically get yourself to like the ready screen, don't make a party, and then go in the lobby and create a group. Then other people just have to sit in the lobby and you know, go looking for group. And then you can invite them. And if you're not in a party, you can invite basically up to the map limit of PMCs, which I knew was possible, but I'd never actually done it. Hmm. The idea is just you don't. What is that? It's the bullet. Oh, okay. Yeah. the The idea <laughs> is that it was like, and I was like, it's it's. I'm looking at it on like the tiny like, yeah. OBS window, so I was like, huh. Um, 
I was like, what item is that? I was like, it looks like a golden star, but like brown. Um, anyway, so we ended up with like 14 people on interchange, which was cool. And that was perfect for this test because we just needed people to just get one tapped. Uh, and we went in with, you know, class four plates, all sorts. Of, I just, people just brought all sorts of junk. I didn't really like do it too precisely. And we just went from one person to the next. Every single class four plate that I shot at at point blank was an instant kill. So let that sink in for a second. <laughs> APM, I... 90 damage, 42 pen. Instant one tap through all the class 4 plates in the game. I know not of this game you speak of, Escape from Tarkov. Exactly. We tested most of them. Uh, we did like the titanium, like Kibber Arm Steel. We tried Monocle, we tried all of them. Except the Yule. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Well, it's because the Yule is the old system. So the Yule just worked exactly like it used to. If you're wearing the Yule, you get shot by... I mean, I, I literally corroborated the calculations with, with my old model, right? Which mm-hmm. is... Like, it's one, like, we knew exactly how it worked. 90 damage, yeah. 42 pen on APM. The old Yule is class 4. You shoot at it, it deals um, 20% pen reduction. Which leaves you with 72 damage. So the PMC, it's, it's got a 93% chance to pen because the pen's so high, but the damage reduction is still 20%. Because it's got 90 right. damage, it doesn't one shot you. You end up on 13 HP um, and, uh, and you survive. And that's the way it used to be. And it's still true. Which is kind of interesting. So if you want to not die against APM, the Yule is the way to go. And the guy, like, I think he repaired, I think he uh, healed himself twice. I think it was it was I think it was shot three that killed him. Yeah, because um, right. it does it does thirteen point five armor damage. So you end up so it starts at forty four, then you get to thirty point five, so it does seventy six point three damage, right? And then you up this to twenty seven, so that leaves you with seventeen durability out of forty four. And lo and behold, what does my spreadsheet say? Eighty five point eight damage. And lo and behold, he died. So. Like, the old system, we knew what was going on, like, for sure. Like, definitely. And the, and the Yule is the only armor now with class 4, other than the Rat Rig. There's, like, mm-hmm. two. There's the Rat Rig and there's the Yule. They're the only two armors left in the game that have class 4 and use the old system. Mm, and the Kraken found wrong, but weren't other you able helmets, to one... But on ch- chest armor, at least. Weren't you able to one-tap a class 5 armor? Or am I misremembering? I was indeed. Uh, the very first thing that we did was we, uh, I shot at, I was like, well, we'll just take the chunkiest armor that we have here. We'll start with the Redute M with a granite BR4 plate, class 5. Fired, fired at the guy square in the chest, instantly dead. And, and to be clear, the plate took damage? Correct. And the soft armor. The, and the soft armor. Yep. And the player died. So what if, hypothetically speaking, what if it's, Doing double blunt damage. Uh, uh, what if the plate's registering blunt damage and the soft armor's registering blunt damage? I don't think that would be enough to. Well, not m- mitigating as it should properly. It's only mitigating uh, 20% for the plate, and then that still goes through to the soft armor. Like it doesn't stack up if you don't. Yeah, have- I don't. It's some, something like that. I, I think. The damage mitigation is broken. 
Plates. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that doesn't really explain plates blocking. But I guess that one's mostly relegated to that 6B13 plate. Yeah. Yeah, the 6B13 plate, plate is a law unto itself. I just don't really understand that. There was like, yeah, and there was like, I think there was one. There's like a couple of miracle saves here and there, but like, you know, probabilistically, you're going to run into some of them. But, um. So do you still take no damage from bullets to the plate? Is that you take still no a damage. thing? If it blocks, if it blocks, take no damage at all. That's still a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> That's still true. <clears throat> huh. Yeah. So in I the would... old, and the thing is, what's funny is in the old system, APM actually will, will pen a class five mm. on like an 18%. So it's like one in five. Yeah. So it's not like it's not inconceivable for it to go through at least. But when it does, it should only deal like sixty damage to you. Should be even less mm-hmm. than class four does. But for some reason, when it gets through, and like I don't really know, like it was weird because we had, we've had like numerous different results here. So we had one, we had the first one which was the Duten where they just died. We had the second one which was against a Gen four with a class five plate. And the guy was on eight, he took 84 damage. And then the thorax ticked to zero from a bleed immediately. So he was still alive, but he couldn't fix it. We had that against the Kurund as well. Um, and then, but the Kurund backplate took one damage, well, he took one APM, completely absorbed it. And then the guy died on the second one. When I tested. Is the backplate APM, class six? No, it's class five. Okay. When I tested APM myself against the GAC 3S15 M plate, which is the polymer one, class 5, that absorbed three shots and finally killed me on the last one. So sometimes it works. I think maybe we kind of got lucky with the pen chance. But so, okay, so like the, the follow-on from that, and I'm like, I'm putting this in a more concentrated video, which is coming out like probably tomorrow. But the follow-on from that was that I went in and did like a quick offline with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, Bin Man, actually. And all I wanted to know was, like, what was the damage, actually? Because, like, if you just walk around one-tapping people with, like, every bullet, it doesn't really tell you that much about, like, what you did. Um, and so I was like, oh, actually, you know what? We can shoot through the same plate, but we can just shoot the stomach instead because that won't kill me, and I can see how much damage right. we're actually dealing here. Right. And I tried it with a class 4 plate and did no backer, Class 2 soft and class 3 soft. And in the first case, it literally did like 90 damage. Like there's no mitigation at all to the plate for some on reason with APM. The current plate in the stomach? No, this one was, well, it, it seems to be happening with those two, but I tried it with the monoclete plate. Okay. The class 4 monoclete one, the sappy one. And it just and dealt 90 straight definitely... to my stomach. They did 90 with monoclete the with no backer. Yes. Then okay. it did 90 through the plate with the Class two backing. Once you've like accounted for the stomach thing, because um, it does, it ends up doing like ninety three. But like the stomach was at you know twenty, so you do twenty to the stomach, and then the spillover, and it's one hundred and five percent. So you scale that back down, and then it adds up to ninety again. And then with the class three backing, interestingly, this was a different plate. So stupidly, I should have used the monoclete plate as well. I didn't. I used a different one for. I, I thought it was monoclete, but I just made a mistake. But I don't think it matters that much. That one ended up doing exactly eighty five. So it would have killed you anyway. But it was a little bit less. So maybe the class three is actually doing something, like minimizing the the um class damage three armor or the, the, name like the class is... three underlay. This is like a class four plate. Oh, so the three oh. the three tests I did, maybe I was being a bit confusing. The three I'm going quite fast. The three tests that I did was class four plate with nothing, class four mm-hmm. plate with a class in a class two rig, and class four plate in a class three rig. 
Okay, gotcha. So like HPC, MMAC. But one of the plates was different. And Thor. Yeah, and in the Thor, I had one of the combined materials plates, I think. But it was still full durability. It's still class four. Um, so on the last one, like, yeah, you die anyway. But like the damage is 85. So there is like some mitigation, I suppose. But it seems like through the, yeah, through the other two, with, with level two or, or... And that sort of explains it as well, because we saw like Thoraxes being zeroed on both the Karund and on the Gen 4. I don't know why the, the Redu M died immediately. Like maybe I was like that tiny little bit closer. I'm not really sure. Because I was like right up to the guy for the Reduce M, but I was like a little bit further away for the Gen 4. And again, for the Karund, like maybe that tipped it over. Because we're literally talking like when I read the damage off, it's like 85. I can't, I, I can't get it more precise than that. I don't know what decimal point it was. So we're like, we're right on the threshold between it killing or not with a class 3 back. So I feel like maybe out, outside of like literal point blank, I think it might not kill you through class 5. But even still, the mitigation should be a lot more than that. Like it shouldn't be doing nearly full damage. It's kind of mental. It almost sounds like the plate's doing nothing except decreasing right. the pen. And it comes through at 90. And then the pen goes down a bit from 42 to, I mean, I don't know. Do a thought experiment here. Like, what would that need? If you've got like the press, you've got like the, the old press armor, for example, how much mitigation would you need to get to exactly 85? Well, you want, I think it's, oh no, sorry. Yeah. How, how low pen does it need to get? Actually, that's a good point. <coughs> so at 42 pen, there's no damage reduction. At 40 pen, there's like 5%. So if you got to... Ah, there you go. So somewhere between 40 pen, which would leave you with 85.4 damage, so it would still kill you, versus 39 pen, which is 82... Sorry, 83 damage, which wouldn't kill you. So the class 3 armor, all that's got to be doing is being, like, handed a bullet with 39 pen rather than 42 pen from the class 5. So, if the, so Which makes just, no difference. Right, yeah, so the APM comes in, hits the plate there's no damage mitigation because of some bug it takes the pen from 42 to 39 that gets passed through to class 3 it obviously instantly pens but because the damage reduction is 5% it then doesn't kill you because it goes to 84 damage rather than above 85 that oh, sounds to be me what's happening so that's but <laughs> see that raises an interesting question because how do you explain the of course I can't see it how do you explain the read that I think I was, was like a- like I think I was like it literally, it must be distance related. But see, he had a yeah. I'm assuming did he have a class five plate in it? Yeah, class five storage plate. Yeah, which means it should have not pinned. Period. It should have. It's it's got a twenty percent chance to pin. So you think you just got that unlucky? Maybe all the pen chances are different against plates. I don't know the answer. Yeah, that would be something. I, one thing I was going to suggest. <laughs> Is which I don't know if this is really help, but what material is the uh, the six B the ulay? The ulay ceramic. It's it's called like aramid and ceramic. Like it, yeah, it's got some weird. Is it ceramic? It's well, uh, if you I, mouse over the inbuilt areas, it says aramid says, inserts with right. ceramic like whatever plates. I don't something know something like that. Well, what I was gonna suggest, if it is indeed ceramic, if you could get a plate like a ceramic plate that's forty five durability and just throw it in the rig that doesn't have any soft armor and just compare the two like the ule because it's ceramic the material is the same use the same ammo same material you just have a ule and then you have like a slick or hex with a class four ceramic i'm assuming there's a class four ceramic with 45 durability possibly um 
that might help lead somewhere. It might not. It might just make it even more confusing. Probably the latter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I need to check. I'm not sure if the armor damages are making sense. I don't actually know. Yeah, I have no idea. Like now, I feel like I need to start wearing Ulays because I don't understand how you just tap one tap. Yeah, I just don't understand how that happens. You're just one tapping class four plates through and through. Mm-hmm. That's just like that's not just, Tarkov. What I is just, this game, and who is yeah. doing this? <laughs> I just don't think they're giving any damage reduction. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense. It's the only reasonable yeah. answer based on the testing I've done. But sometimes they take no damage if they don't pin. But so that's, if it if it, pin... that's if it gets blocked. If it gets, if it gets blocked, it literally does zero to you. All plates okay. do that. There's never a situation in which a plate tanks a bullet so it's, and, that you do, and that you take damage. We're I've, basically I've saying it's completely binary. If it pins, you get the full thrust blunt of the damage. If it doesn't pin, you're a god. Yeah, that's the analysis. Basically, so that's hmm. how it seems. Yeah, maybe it's time to start not wearing class four plates then. <laughs> maybe it's time to start upgrading class five. It's time for the ULA, baby. It just felt so the era of the ULA. I'm telling like, you, I just assumed it was. Yeah, I just ah oh, man, I really, I just really do not like the weight penalties and the the break configuration. I think so, it's right. Like, if you're wearing class five. This is the thing, like, you, you, you just doesn't seem like you're able to wear class 4 for damage reduction anymore. Like, you used to do yeah. that against things like uh, 5.56, M8, 5.6, A1. Like, it gives you, like, 50% protection, but even if you do get penned twice, the damage reduction means that it won't kill you. Well, now, you still wear it for the 50%, like, chance to block, in which case you'll take no damage, but if it does pen, you'll probably die in two hits. That seems to be the, the way. Sorry, I'm just saying, how, how soon can I get class 5 plate that isn't the, <laughs> the Quran? There's some questions about, like, does this mean that the ULA is combined materials? Because it says, like, Aramid plus. But the thing is, combined mm. materials is its I own think... material type. Right. Whereas the I... ULA is, like, they've shoehorned the ULA into the new system, right. but keeping the old system. So even though it's Aramid and and ceramic combined, ceramic. that does not make it combined materials, unfortunately. It is still ceramic as far as the system works because the system works like the old system and the amount of armor damage that's dealt to it is consistent with ceramic. Even now, actually. Like, the old model still works for the ULA. The ULA is like one of the few armors that makes sense because, like, it's the same system and it is still right. ceramic. That's, uh, I, can, I can guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, the whole thing kind of makes me sick to my stomach. But, you know, I'm going to put my thing together and then, like, you know, maybe BSG can, like, look at it or whatever. Because they are, like, changing stuff. I don't, like, I don't really know what they changed. I mean, the the 6B12 is a bit better. They did something. I don't know what they did, but they did something. It's not like like the tank central anymore. It's now, like, you get these unusual readings every now and then where it's like, ooh, that's freaky. As opposed to, like, Oh my god, this thing blocked seven out of ten bullets from BP. Or like five Lapua Magnums in a row, <laughs> you know? Like we're not we're not at that stage anymore. We're now at like the it's a it's just kind of weird sometimes. Has I'm pretty anyone, sure. Has, has anyone tested it though? Not with Lapua Magnum, but I'm pretty sure it'll go through. Like I was using 762 by 54R, right? BT. And it was just like pen, pen, 
M80 pen 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 M80 pen 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 pen. So like that was that was okay. I think we need to do a Lapua test, Gigo. I don't have <laughs> I, I don't have the ability to even do that. I don't have any of the guns somewhat. and I don't have any of the ammo. I'm sure somebody has it, but like it's just gonna kill you straight up. Like I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't think Is it, it is. though? Yeah, based on like I'm extending, I'm I'm extrapolating from the testing that I've done already. I'm like pretty sure. But we you know, yeah, it's it's how about somebody go and test it that isn't me? Because I'm fed up of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Get Teratex to do it again or something. So somebody who yeah. like actually has it already. It doesn't require me to organize it. Because <laughs> it take like it's literally gonna take like it's it's just a you know, it's a 30 second clip of mm-hmm. here's the six B twelve and here's the man. Oh he's dead. Mm-hmm. If it Works and we did that five times because <laughs> we brought five people in and they all bought propane armor and bam, bang, 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 bang. And they all died, which I'm, I would say I'm like 80% confident that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Um, I, yeah, I, everything's really foreign and I don't like it. And I, yeah, I expect stuff to continue to change because things are still weird. Mm-hmm. You know, like the head hitbox thing is still weird. You can one-shot people from, like, oh. ranges you would never be able to previously, for example. That's the other thing I was going to ask you. I've been using a lot of uh, EKO rounds. Mm. The VP of 215, is that right? The bolty one? Yeah. Um, For, like, Shooterborn. And I pretty much consistently get in the headshot. I don't think I've ever gotten the deflection. Like, is it Do just what, one damage? Four? Class three. Class three. Well, it should... Well, it depends what distance, but, I mean, it should... It should be close at least. Well, 50 meters. It'll be more generous. Because it has 30 pen. So, yeah. You know, I imagine it's about like 28, 20, 27 maybe at that distance. Well. Yeah, I guess so. So, like, it starts off with an 88% pen chance. Helmets are also the old system, by the way, because they're like inbuilt as well. I don't know what's happened to like face shields and like i'm saying dude there's something weird going on i don't i don't like it because i saw that too and i'm just like i really wish things were i don't like this is like i don't like change but i really don't like change right now because it's like it's unknown change then you're just like you're looking at your inventory and you're like what am i gonna wear and you're like well how do i decide what's where and you're like i actually just don't know yeah right i just want i just want to wear a ule every raid and i just think like that's just terrible I have no mm-hmm. way of getting class five, even <laughs> still. Right? I'm I'm level. I mean, yeah, the the progression has been like reduced, right? But I'm level thirty four. I still have no way of getting class five armor. So I'm just like, I just want to use the Yule, just constantly. And why not? Like I haven't done recon, mm-hmm. and I didn't complete. I haven't got seconds of Bralo, so I can't do living high. So I can't, you know, launder class five plates through my lavatory. Yeah, stuff. might non should avail to finish Boo's quest so he can drop me as a brawler. So I think I have like so many Raven quests ready for turn ins. Yeah. I like these as a brawler. I haven't got the should avail for grinding for me. I haven't got Peacekeeper 4. <laughs> I can't do the barter. It's, uh, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, I wish they would just change the Zabralo to like one Brawler. Yeah, like... either change the one Zabralo so you can hand the one in from Punisher or like yeah. give a barter for like an empty Zabralo. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, maybe. Like that's a short way, a short term way of just fixing the problem, right? Or just yeah, or just make it once a battle. Like it's just silly. Yeah, just I don't know. Because it, I feel like the quests generally, some of them just like don't feel 
Right. Like they're like so mismatched. Like the Zabralo, for example, being where it is, you would think it'd be like a much later inquest. Yeah. There's also like the Peacekeeper, like the entire Peacekeeper quest line, the all level requirements are like sub 15 when you're like in your 30s doing them. Like, I don't know. There's just some really weird stuff sometimes that I feel is weird. But yeah, apparently at 28, oh, sorry, at 50 meters, you have a 20, you have 28 pen according to Tarkov Ballistics. See, I don't know, dude. Maybe, Which maybe is like I'm a hitting 67%. Their but this is the thing that you have to remember, right? It's like sometimes you're hitting them in the face and jaws and eyes. Sometimes sure. you're hitting them in the helmet with a somewhere between a 60 and an 80 to 90% pen chance against class three. And sometimes you're hitting them in the neck. Yeah. Which <laughs> counts as head, essentially. Which counts what as is head. The, what's the blunt damage on something like that? 66% chance to pin. Um, Let's so, say it blocks it. Well, at that distance, well, like, without, without it, it's like an 88% chance to pin. And the blunt damage is like 16. Oh, so they would tank it. Okay. It's actually very yeah, similar, it must be yeah. pinning. All right. Yeah. Like, I was at that surprised. range, it's just... like 15 blunt, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't really ran to a lot of uh, ULAs or yeah. ULAX, rather. So. Yeah, I yeah, think they're quite I expensive. Guess that makes sense. I just run the TC2000 type helmet. I love those. I like 40K. I not having ears, dude. I just can't. I don't I know don't if it matters mind. now that we, you know, neck. Because, like, now yeah. it's like I can't really do much about neck, so might as well just forego the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a strange one. It was a strange one. So yeah, I'm putting something a bit more consolidated. The thing is like I all of this like other testing, I haven't really got anywhere for it to go. Like I didn't really want to just make a rambling video being like, hey, look, I tested all these random ammos and like here's some like weird data points. It's like okay, cool Road story, bro. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't like it doesn't tell you anything. It's like everything's acting as expected, I suppose. Like for the most part, except these weird things. And uh yeah, I don't know, man. So that's, I'm definitely doing one about APM because I've been asked like a billion times about it. Um, and at least like it came up with some like El Surprizo results. <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, but that one's a good one to make a video for. That's coming next. But yeah, the rest of it's still just like I'm just trying to figure out like, what the hell's going on. I got some people who just, well, I'm kind of like in the same boat as a lot of other people, I think, which is like I'll test when there's something like specifically weird happening or if they make some changes. Which is why I was sort of reinvigorated by doing some testing because they made some changes. It's like, okay, is everything fixed? Not quite, but it's better. Um, and from there, we'll kind of see where it goes. So when they put through some more ballistics tests, uh, some more ballistics updates, then I'll test again. The same kind of things. But it's, it's on, honestly one of those weird things where it's like, I was like genuinely on the fence about suggesting people run the 6B12 front plate up until they made the change. And I now know, I'm like, that's a- it would have been goated before, like in, in all seriousness, because you could block like 80% of bullets. But that doesn't seem to happen anymore. Yeah. I, and I so, hate it. so now it's like 90% of the time when you wear it, you're just going to die as if you're wearing class three. But occasionally it's going to Hail Mary you. Like mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not a compelling reason to wear the armor. It just means the armor is like kind of busted. Yeah. It's still like buggy, but it's not, yeah, it's not like actually broken like it was before. It's just a bit bugged sometimes. Is it? So, yeah. we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Continuing the interesting on. part is like that specific plate is like kind of unique, you know? Yeah. Like the Karund, at least the what you're seeing on the screen, the plates are a little bit more separated versus the green one. Like there's a little bit more of a gap. I don't know. 
I don't think this really matters, but it's just so weird. Yeah. Oh, it one tap through a Ultin face shield as well, by the way, APF. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all that. It's yeah. just like, I think the weird thing for me is that we're seeing way more pens than you would expect. Mm-hmm. That's probably the next thing, actually, to think about. It's like, what is actually the pen chance of APM? Because, as I said, it was 18% before. Like, it doesn't seem to be the case now. Like, my testing is like limited because I wanted to see what the pen chance is at 100%. So, you know, maybe I get like, you know, 14 people to come in again with, you know, lots of different plates with all class five plates and we just shoot each one once and just collect loads of data. Probably the only way to do it. And we'll just get like a practical percentage. Like, you know, we shot this armor or like these sets of armors. I mean, you, probably, you almost want it to be just like one armor and limit the variables. This is where it just becomes so annoying. But let's say you bring in like, yeah. You bring in 50 GAC 3S 15M plates. You go, we shot all of them once. Like how many times did it pen? Like, does that actually match? Does, is it 20% or not? Because like, it seems not to be, right? Like, we shot, I've got the list here. So what, what was it? I, I shot, we shot the Redoot and it went through and killed him. We shot through the Gen 4 and it went through and nearly killed him. Then we did, 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 did the alt in top, which blocked it. And then they died on the second shot. But the helmets act like the old system, so that's not, not really that. I don't think that's necessarily part of this test. The, cla- the current back absorbed a bullet and then died on the second shot. And then a current class 5 got penned again down to zero health. So it's like out of the five shots that we did against that class 5 armor, like four of them penned, dude. Like, that's, like it's a, again, it's a small sample size, mm. but you wouldn't expect, like, I don't know, you know, off, offhand, I don't, don't know how to do that probability, but, like, there's a way of doing it. Like, if you were expecting 20%, what's the likelihood of seeing 80%? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a yeah. big number, I'm telling you. You're unlikely to see 80%. It's like the opposite. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, take me back, man. 14... 14- Point oh was a mistake. We need to go back in the time machine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, these plates are just yeah. I don't know. They've done something arcane to them. Mm-hmm. Dark BSG coding magic, and it's uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's like almost like the hitboxes are kind of fine themselves, but there's something happens then, like for other plates. But like, know, some, but then it's just like the calculations are just like not. They're just not working. I don't know. Did you see that <laughs> one clip where Airwing shot the Bastion plate and? Uh... <laughs> The plate and then the because there's the classic plate in the front and then there's the helmet, but then the guy was wearing glasses and the glasses also got pinned. Yeah, was that the glasses took damage? Did he take like blunt damage or something? Or he was like, uh, they got zeroed, which implies that. And but the plate, did the guy damage. die? Yes, died. Right? Pretty sure. Yeah, because they checked it and then someone yeah. had noticed it in chat or something. I think I can't remember. But what bullet like was it? Do you remember? M61 maybe or M80 or yeah. something. Like I, I think it's M61. like it's weird how so, that calculation would even function, but like, but it shouldn't even happen because if he hit know. the, which makes me think that the he actually like the bullet pinned and also clipped the eye hitbox as well, which is like the double pin. Yeah, which then makes me think 
is the APMO, the APM hitting the plate and like registering multiple hits. That's why that's why I would like to see maybe I'll maybe I'll do this sometime. But I would like to see similar um like same ammo, same material but different. Yeah, you need to use like the old system and the new system and compare the two and see what the da- like I like I said the ULA get like a ceramic class four plate and also the ULA and see if the damage is similar. But I guess it's not going to be. But if you could figure out reverse engineer the damage taken off the ULA armor. Ooh. It's like let's say you got a class four ceramic plate that's got 45 out of 45 durability. You shoot the guy once the APMO and it goes down to like 28 out of 45 whatever. You shoot the ULA enough times, eventually it gets down also that same same number. If that number is also 28 out of 45 and you have to shoot him three times, then I assume that means that you hit three times on the plates and that's how you get to that weird number. I don't know, dude. I yeah. honestly have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's strange. We did actually do it. We did 7.62 PS against the Alaphros ceramic plate, actually. What's that? Is that class the 4? Class 4 ceramic, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which dealt 14 armor damage from 45. You didn't happen to shoot the Yule with it, did you? <laughs> oh, no, not 14. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. 9. nine. Like 8 or 9. Sorry, like 9 or 10. Probably like 9.5 or something. Mm-hmm. Did I shoot the Yule with PS? I Uh, this? Actually, well, I don't. I don't even need. I don't even need to do that because I actually, you know, the ULA. I can. I can see what the ULA should be. Oh yeah, you, you get the simulation. The simulation of the ULA. The spreadsheet fine. simulation. The spreadsheet <laughs> simulation. My pride and joy, man. So that to the ULA was dealing. Uh, yeah, 13... Oh, no, sorry, that's one. Uh, yeah, 9.6 armor damage. What did I say before? Okay. Between 9 and 10? Yeah. So it sounded same. like the same. Uh, scratch that, then. Scratch out the list. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, it's, uh, it's confusing. But that, that the plate blocked it, yeah? On your test? The plate should have blocked it, right? And took zero physical HP chest damage. Well, it didn't to begin with. So the first one, it oh. went through and did 56. What's PS's damage? 56? I feel like it might be. She rings a bell. By 30. It is 50, 30, 57. Okay. So, like, yeah. You know, that's like mm-hmm. one, one damage is like distance or whatever like right right it could be really anything so yeah so it, like the first the first one hit for 56 did nine and a half armor damage the next one did zero did nine and a half armor damage the next one did zero nine and a half armor damage 55 nine and a half okay. armor damage and then yeah. zeroed out with 56 damage <coughs> but shouldn't the armor damage scale as the armor durability weakens no the armor damage stays the same no matter what the durability is Oh really? 
And it's always done that. It's durability independent. I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. Okay. By the yeah. way, the podcast is ended. This is just being giga, you know, <laughs> being nerds and shooting the shit. So <laughs> you guys are free to leave. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a curse. <laughs> um, yeah, the things that scale. So blunt damage goes up as armor damage goes. Well, as armor okay, durability goes down. And Got the it. amount that a the amount and this is in the old system, right? And the amount that yeah. gets the damage mitigation scales down as the armor damage also or as the armor durability also goes down. Okay, so, but the armor damage so is consistent. But the armor damage itself is consistent. Now in the new Got system it. with the or in the plate system, from what I have seen so far, I mean, this is just like this is bugged and doesn't seem to give any mitigation, which is just weird. But yeah. previous tests that we did, the armor mitigation was the same at all durabilities prior to this update. So if it was 15% at full, it was 15% right until two health, until the thing zeroed on plates. What's armor mitigation now? So like, you know, if I hit you with BP mm. at 50... Oh, like damage, damage mitigation because of the armor. Yeah. So they, like it pens, but it mm. only does 50. Well, with the armor plates before, it was just 50, 50, 50, yeah, 50, 50, yeah, until yeah, yeah. it gets to zero Jura, and then it's 57 again. So it was like a completely oh. static number for plates up until recently. The number now seems to be naught <laughs> in this latest iteration. Um, it doesn't seem to have damage mitigation at all now. I see. But on the old system, it scales, whereas it, did, it wasn't scaling in the first iteration here. Um, and then what's the other thing? Yeah, so like, it's like the, the damage mitigation was, was fixed and now seems to be zero. And blunt damage is always zero on plates. That's like the main difference between the two. But yeah, armor damage is at least consistent between the two systems, it seems. At least for ceramic. And at least for 760 PS. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I mean, I guess... I mean, the, like the takeaway is if you're going to rock plates, rock the highest class that you can absorb. I mean, it makes me feel good about using actual ammo now like you know yeah. mae for example like I, I was really just like stuck on only using like you know ap6.3 and good bullet but m88 like it didn't feel good to put m85a1 yeah. in because i was just like if i hit him in the plates not gonna do any damage but that's not necessarily true yeah, because they're not absorbing just like miracle stuff now. So like it will mm. it will pen and it will hurt them. In fact, it's actually, they're actually like worse now. So it's like the miracle pens have disappeared, <laughs> and um, and damage mitigation has also disappeared. So plates have taken yeah, like a huge like, nerf. Uh, it's as if you're not wearing armor when it pens now. So it's like, okay, you get blunt for free, sure, but if it pens, oh boy, it's gonna hurt. You know, with yeah. um five six like five five eight one through class four should just two tap you now, at the moment in the current yeah, iteration. Which is crazy, which is crazy. It's really strong. But, an APM will one tap. <laughs> an APM will one tap you every time, apparently, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. It's good stuff. The stuff. That is indeed the stuff. <laughs> I can't wait for them to fix the stuff. Yeah, the stuff would be good to be fixed. I would like the stuff to be fixed. Because at the moment, like it's the, confusing. Just... <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being like way too picky about this but i want them to have like a press conference so, you know like get nikita up like a on this like a little press all the microphones up be like nikita, nikita what's the word on the, the ammo situation what's going on the, the plates and you know he's gonna clearly air and make everything right people people 
calm down. I have all the answers right here in this tablet. And you know, the <laughs> tablet drops and breaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it would go. Uh, all right. Well, that's the end of this long and uh, rambling about numbers and spreadsheets podcast. Hope you all enjoyed it. As always, we'll see you all next week. Catch you later.